Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> I beat a man up with a baby. Hello. Did you ever see the movie where I had sex with a lady in the middle of the town so I didn't die? Hello, sanitary wipes. What? Those lights all wipes on the floor. Sometimes I look around the room and I'm like, what are we going to call them today? And uh, that one... You know, you guys are lemony fresh. And keep it clean. Uh, welcome to Sports, the podcast that asks all the questions you didn't know you needed answers to and lets you ask the first one. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. <laughs> word. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And that's the intro, and this is today's question. I'm trying. This is today's question. The first one. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. I'm Gabe from Buffalo. I'm very newly single and very gay. So yeah. even though you don't normally objectify athletes, <laughs> tell me what kind of athlete I should chase after. Oof. I'm between hockey players and baseball players, but I can be persuaded. Thanks. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Love you, Dave. Mean it. Congratulations, first of all. You're back out there. You're single. You're free. You did it. Uh, second of all, I just want to reiterate, he said it, but I think it's important we say it as well. We don't objectify athletes on this podcast. Mm. We're above that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will never on this podcast say something like, boy, Danny Amendola can take his shirt off near me. You know, it's just not a <laughs> thing we're going to say because it's disgusting and they work too hard to be reduced to things like that. Okay. Um, that being said, we do, uh, owe our viewers, I mean, listeners, audio medium, um, we have to answer their questions. It's what we do. Right. In that intro that I said so eloquently, it's a podcast of questions, but the first one is asked and the last one is also asked by you, the viewer. Listen, listener. And so, uh, it's our job to answer this question. So we're going to have to ask, you think you can do it? You think you can put on your objectification hat just for a minute, mm. just for Dave, who needs to know. Which athletes do you think we can do it? I, I mean, we're professionals, and so we'll yeah. find a way to do it. You're absolutely right. Uh, I'm going to just, I think I have a definitive, I would say hockey players. I agree. Yeah, especially because you're from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're close to Canada, closer than I am. Um, and uh, lots of... <laughs> Sorry, what does that have to... Hockey players, lots of hockey players in Canada. Got it, okay. So a wider um, pool. Yeah, upstate New York, you're getting a lot of, um, you're getting a lot of hockey. It's cold. Yep. I, hockey players are hot. Somebody, allegedly, um, somebody that wasn't me, you can give your opinion. I'm going to find this text. Somebody texted me last week about hockey players. You go ahead and, and give your take on why hockey players. I'll find this. So I think in terms of dating a professional athlete, you want to, or not necessarily. Are they pro? Is that what he's asking, you think? Um, I didn't, I was going to ask you that. That's a, I think that's a great question. As this podcast is full of them. Yeah. That you now. asked the first one and also the, the last one, one. And we then we did the ones, ones in between. In the middle. Right. Baseball season, at least TM. professionally, is really long, mm. which means like less personal time. Right. You know, with a hockey player, you have a bit more time with them in the off season. Mm. Um, in terms of <laughs> swag, oh, no, so funny. I I think I'd lean. I think their seasons are like not that much shorter. It's fine. I think I lean. Isn't baseball's like. April to October. It just has, I think they just have more games. Oh, it just feels, yeah. What, okay, still though, commitment, time commitment. Right. Baseball. Right. More. Yeah. The only downside to a hockey player is that equipment smell. A uh, hockey locker room smell is unique. You won't get it anywhere else. Yeah. 
Um, That's also, very true. I, and I'm only speaking from high school experience. They were, I think, the the gossipiest of the of the of the athletes. Mm, my high school baseball team was. Mm, they mm. sucked. I think it was just the presence of. I mean, I guess they all had locker rooms, but I just always felt like hockey. You got to put on all that equipment, so you're like sitting together in that locker room for a long time, and they would all share stories about. Yeah, women. They had alleged. You get it. Why yeah. did you get quiet? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know I'm, that I'm recommending like a long-term thing with a hockey player, though. Like if this is yeah. a rebound. Look, I think, yeah, right away, Dave, I think what's important. I mean, we don't know your age, and I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I think the most important thing to, to do as, I, <laughs> as I'm getting older and trying not to sound like I'm speaking from personal experience. But like you're, you're going to get to a point where eventually you're going to settle down. So if you want to get some stuff out of your system, you should do that first. So just like I think a hockey player would be a great – hockey player also probably has the highest – uh, probability of surprising you and locking you down for life. Hmm. What? Like you're going to go into it being like, oh, it's just a hookup. It's oh, a hockey player. It. And yeah, then you're like, okay. wow, he's like very, his sense of humor, he doesn't lead with it, but he's got it in there. You mm-hmm. know, they've got like a quiet sense of humor. I do think, I do think hockey players have to have this balance of power and finesse that mm. a lot of other sports don't necessarily have to have. Saucy paws. As much of wow. <laughs> They got saucy paws. And a lot of Famously. times the flow. Cool. Like right. The, nice flow. Yeah. Jay, nobody asked you. Um, <laughs> I don't have the text message. It's in my other phone. But um, a colleague here at ESPN texted me and said, hey, you like hockey, right? And I said, yeah. And she or anonymous, they said, text her. "Um, uh, Why the hell have you been hiding it from me from so long for so long that they're so hot? And I said, excuse me, um, this is inappropriate. Right. But if you were being specific, what led to this (laughs) uh, epiphany? And they said... Uh, that they were at the LAPC, which is the ESPN offices, and they were going in there to do Highly Questionable. They were on with me last week, and uh, <laughs> and they said that they saw a bunch of, uh, I think I think they said it was the, I want to say the Canucks uh, were, like, walking around because they had a game, and uh, they were like, whoa, they were all really hot. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed for you, Mina, honestly. Get your shit. <laughs> Uh, so that's what that anonymous person said and what I said back to them. Right. Um, so I think, yeah, I think hockey players. Jay, you got like, to, uh, you can answer if you want. I just had like a dark horse suggestion for Dave, which was a swimmer, maybe? What? Why? Swimmer. Um, no, I, knew what, I know what swimmers are. <laughs> Why? I think swimmers famously have like the best oh, like, boy. overall oh, boy. physique. Okay. <laughs> they say that swimming is the best, is the perfect workout. You know what I mean? It's really disgusting the way you just objectified them like that. Allegedly. Wow. wow. Like, wow. I can't believe. Ashley, so, let's just, Ash, let's just move on. I think on. we should move on. I'm really uncomfortable. Uh, Dave, wow. thank you so much for your voicemail. Um, <laughs> if anyone, oh, yeah, we're locking Jay up for the rest of the, uh, I mean, I just can't believe he did that on, on the podcast. Talking about physiques like it's that. It's so gross. It's, they're more than just bodies, Jay. It, honestly. Uh, if you want to, um, if you want to, <laughs> no, I'm mid laugh. Leave a, a voicemail. Yeah, if you want to do that, because uh, we love questions. Famously, eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Hi, Ash. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Why'd you say hi? Because like I always get so pleasantly surprised by friendly banter. That's where we are in the friendly banter portion of the podcast. I mean, what can we talk about other than Jay? What he just did there. Um, how are? I'm sorry, I'm thrown off. How? Uh, how's your week? How was your weekend? It was. It was good. We had Halloween. We did. What you? Do, what we talked about last week? We talked week? about okay. it. How'd yeah. it go over? It was a pretty well-received uh, family costume. Okay. In general, I got a couple comments about, you know, how Lois Lane and Superman were, you know, 
in love and my son was Superman and that's weird, which, yeah. Weirder still. Uh, you came in to work because you had to go straight from the show. <laughs> oh, boy. You had to go straight from the show to trick-or-treating because uh, uh, we do our taping kind of late. And so you came in as Lois Lane and uh, obviously we all knew it was part of a family costume. Mm-hmm. But someone in the office came in dressed as Clark Kent, and uh, it was super uncomfortable because we just had a Clark Kent and a Lois Lane uh, that didn't communicate ahead of time. I don't even think I know that guy's name. It's Corey. Yep. And he was- Yeah, Ashley and, knows. Oh! Wow. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, but I did make fun of you for it in an uncomfortable yep. way because you can't just leave that hanging yeah. in the room. You have to, Somebody's got to swat that tension right down. Or spike it right up. I don't know. I think I might start wearing fake glasses. Yeah, they look good on you. But what I said to you, because you always, people who have listened to this podcast for a long time know that you always brag. Well, just state facts. About how you have 20-10 vision. Right. And so, um, listeners, I almost said viewers again. Listeners, yeah. you can correct me if you if you disagree, but I think you'll agree with me here. That's cultural appropriation. She's taking my need glasses a thing mm-hmm. i need mm-hmm. and she's just wearing it and being like i like the way these look on my face like if you really fair, want to wear I didn't use that you did that's what your voice sounds like i hate to break it to you um <laughs> when you wear glass like you need to put in the work you need to play hours and hours of video games to the point where your eyes start to oh i uh, have been i have so many pigs now oh i'm going pigs and starfruit wine aged starfruit in the wine. cellar yes girl that's like yes girl my whole greenhouse is yes. full do you of have it. any do you have any ancient fruit uh, no, I can't find it. Ancient seeds. Yeah, but I, I get them as gifts for stuff. I, but I have to start making friends with people to get the gifts. And I, uh, that's right. Oh, I know. So well, slow. the people don't give you the gifts. You get. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Ancient fruit. It just looks delicious. Yeah, my my greenhouse is full. So you got a greenhouse. Yeah, I got I'm a so greenhouse. proud of you. I've been busy on my farm. Yeah, I've almost beaten Mario Tennis at this point. Is that the Stardew Valley music? It is. Oh yeah, it is. You're like no, I'm like yes. I it haven't is. restarted the game in a long time. I open it and it's just already open. So there I just it is. Had that ready. This wow. What's up with Jay? <laughs> this is incredible. Did we get a different producer? This, uh, same guy. Wow, this brings me so much joy. Just I know her face is like uncomfortably lit up. It's good music. Yeah. Wow. I have to go. <laughs> I got something to do urgently. This is, I really need to leave. Uh, yeah, I almost beaten Mario Tennis. That's my only life update. I don't have much else. I left my house on Sunday. I'm never going to do that again. We'll get to that later in the podcast. Yeah. Cool. Uh, today on the podcast... Oh, wait. Official Potter Show business. Nope. No? Normal week. We're, we're changing the format. Yes. That's if it. you didn't notice... We're going to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, today on the podcast, we're going to switch it up. We're going to try that new format that we told you about. We're going to ask the questions that you guys need the answers to, whether you knew that already or not. You know, like, uh, what's up with the NFL and shoes? Uh, what celebrity do you want to hear call a game? Is Ace Ventura Jim Carrey's best movie? And more. Uh, but first, today's podcast is brought to you by Simply Safe. So, Ashley, I believe we have another format switch here, but tell me how you want me to tell the people about Simply Safe. All right. So, last week, we did an ad read where you pretended to be Santa Claus pooping on Halloween. Yes. And <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Go so did the up. internet. The internet, <laughs> um, as did the interweb. a lot of feedback of people saying it was the best. It was highly entertaining. And so what we realized, I was like, I don't necessarily have a good Santa impersonation, but I think if we take a character, because mm-hmm. I'm not great at impersonations, and you and we put them in a scenario and a setting, 
right? Then it yeah. will it will give it will lead to a funnier thing, right? So what we did was we had our staff help us make a list of a bunch of different people, a bunch of different activities, and a bunch of different settings, like Mad Libs. And I'm just going to random number generate. Oh boy, what do you I, have to do? Do I have one power of veto? Uh, well, it's your podcast, so okay, you yes, can say yes, so just yes. Okay, all right. So the person is going to be Jason Statham. Oh boy, your activity is going to be. Flirting with someone. Oh, my God. And your setting is going to be <laughs> at a really crowded, loud concert. <laughs> Hello, love. What's your name? Listen, there are over two million burglaries reported every year. That's one every 13 seconds. What? I said that's one every 13 seconds. I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> Wait, was the middle thing yelling? You, no, flirting. Flirting. Got but it. It's a loud yeah, concert, yeah, you're right. So. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have home security. Can you hear me? Yeah. Great. Uh, you know, it's maybe it's because most companies really don't make it easy. <laughs> That's why Simply Safe is my top choice. You pretty little thing. <laughs> Listen, Simply Safe protects your whole home. When I'm not there, if I were there, I could protect you. <laughs> I, what? I, nothing. Uh, it, it protects every window, every room, every door, with 24-7 monitoring for just a fraction of the cost. Cool. Does that, does that turn you on? <laughs> <laughs> Their police dispatch is up to 3.5 times faster uh, because they use video verification. Uh, is this interesting to you? I could keep going. <laughs> hey, hey, how do you feel about commitment? Because okay. there's no contract, no hidden fees, and no fine print. I can't read. I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> you know what else? What? Are you still, are you still listening? <laughs> uh, Simply Safe is designed to blend right into your home. No wires, no drilling. I was in the transporter. <laughs> and transporter too. Uh, prices are always fair and honest. Just like me, love. So fair, honest. Did you see the Fast and the Furious when I beat a man up on a plane with a baby? He's checked out. Around the clock monitoring. Again, just fit, fit, fitting do There it is. Fitting dollars a month. What, what are you doing later? Huh? What are you doing later? Cause you should visit simplysafe.com slash Norlin. And you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. In it? <laughs> go now. Don't go. You can do it on your phone, love. Uh, and be sure to go to Simply Safe. Write it down. Take your phone out. Yeah. And write it's uh, 860. It's just my phone number. <laughs> no. SimplySafe.com slash Nolan. And then, then they know that Katie's show sent you. It's important because she's she needs it. <laughs> I just need you. Aww. 
to go to simplysafe.com oh. <laughs> slash Nolan. What band is this? I hate it. <laughs> hey, that's the worst Jason Statham ever, but people will like it because he was in a unique situation. Shout out to smiling. Ashley on the, on, you helped me out with that flirting perfectly. Oh, my what? cheeks hurt so much. Hey girl, do you like commitment? Sure. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's get into our brand new podcast where we ask a bunch of questions. We're not going to run through it. Huh? It's I tiny, hate that. It's a tiny drum it's roll. It's this. I don't have those. Okay. Oh. No, don't. No, don't do that to her. Don't Do not do that to her. This is all she has. It's literally all she has. tried to think of a counter, but now you have a baby. Um, He's a big boy. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so we're not going to run through every NFL score. We're just going to go through the important stories. And I guess the first one is that the Patriots lost to the Ravens. Boo. Thanks, Ash. You're welcome. Uh, yep. The Patriots, 37 to 20. They lost, uh, came out in the second half, looked a little bit better, but not better enough. Uh, this is only the third week in the Super Bowl era where a team that was 8 and 0 or better lost and a team that was 0 and 7 or worse won. That was, we'll get to that later. That's the Dolphins. Of course, uh, the Patriots trailed for more offensive snaps in the first half last night, Sunday night, 33, than they did in their first eight games of the season combined, 20. Um, in the first half at the beginning, it looked like it was Brady. He wasn't hitting his spots and then he got in the groove and it just didn't, it wasn't enough, didn't click. The defense didn't look like the usual defense. The Ravens are doing this thing where they throw to tight ends a bunch. I saw something like 46% of, uh, targets are to a tight end. I think they have three. They might have more, but I saw at least three less. It's just like they got a lot going on. Harbaugh loves to do that. He loves to mess with like interesting schemes and try to out Belichick, Belichick, and fine, good for him, whatever. <laughs> Question that I want to discuss. Oh, that, are we doing that again? All right. I'm just going to do this, just this one. Okay. I think we can do it for all of them. We just yeah, need yeah. a no, different. Okay. This, this, Is this all Jay's fault? Mm. I think that's a, a firm yeah. Yeah. Wow. For anyone who doesn't know, Jay has a history of his teams beating mine ever since. I gave him this platform. Uh, he has a team, and they beat me. Man City. St. Louis Blues. There was another example. Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, yeah. Right. The one we're talking about. Yep. Just happens to be a thing. Ra- he just became a Ravens fan. A- I mean, after famously shitting um, on Lamar Jackson. That's, uh, that's I stood up for exa- Lamar Jackson. I don't know Jackson. if that's true. I don't know that you can confirm that. Not what? even the whole season. Also, didn't Jay. we didn't we discover this when Jay was eliminating the Ravens from possibly winning the Super Bowl? Wasn't that how we uh, got to this we told discovery? Him for the Here's Ravens. the thing. Here's why. the thing. I want to say we were eliminating teams, and he was like, I'm getting rid of the Ravens. They suck. Lamar Jackson can only run. I definitely <laughs> didn't say they suck, and I definitely didn't say he can only run. That's exactly what you said. Mm, you said allegedly. he can't throw. You know what? You I think terrible, Lamar Jackson is like... Man, that's a video game right there. All right, can that's we talk about I that? Think. Because I heard that, and I uh, I didn't. It was one of those things yesterday. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't fact check. Normally, I'm like, let me make sure that's what Al Michaels just said. I just heard him say it's like a video game. They said it multiple times throughout the throughout the game. Mm-hmm. When do you think the last question? <laughs> when do you think the When do you think the last time Al Michaels played a video game was? Duck hunt. <laughs> That's a good answer. It's a great answer. Space Invaders? No, I don't want you to have another. I think Duck Hunt definitively Duck Hunt is, right. is correct. That is correct. Uh, what a game. I have a question. Yes, Ashley. Uh, K-Beth. Yep. K-Beth. Right on time. Does this mean that you can't ever leave your house on a Sunday again? Ah, okay. So, so, um, so. I, I, um, 
So I left your house on a Sunday. I did. And uh, so you guys know I sometimes will do when I can Instagram stories throughout the day updating on like crazy thing that happened. Just like talking to my phone. And I uh, I was I I get a lot of responses that are supportive, and then I get some that are like, "Do you just sit on your couch alone all day and watch football?" And uh, and yes is the answer, but also it usually <laughs> makes me do this thing where I'm like, "Is it weird?" And so I was like, when somebody asked me to watch football yesterday, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with friends. Like, I'm gonna get out of the house." And in my head, I was like, "Yeah, maybe I'll do a couple Instagram stories here and there." And I learned a thing about me. I probably already knew in the back of my mind, but I thought might have changed since I do this for a living now, talking and on camera in front of people. So when I first started, I would do YouTube videos. I would have my roommate would have to leave the house before I could do them because I just felt uncomfortable filming myself with somebody else there. Then I got into TV and had to do TV with people there in the room, and I thought that meant I'd been used to it. So then I went and, and was watching football and. Even the thought of pulling out my phone to film myself made me so uncomfortable <laughs> because it's just like someone's looking at you do it. If you mess up and you do it again, it just feels really weird to do with another person there. There, I think the generation after us or maybe two, I don't know, The pe- there are people younger than us that are very comfortable with talking to a camera on their phone in public. I've seen people do it like getting on the train. It's just like a thing. It's not weird to them. Right. Uh, it's weird to me still. And so I learned that yesterday. So you deprived us all of content. Well, I tried when when my friend went to the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to sneak in all my takes here. My takes. These are a couple takes that I have. Uh, It wasn't great. But yeah, I think the main takeaway is other than, you know, the content. I think the the real thing is like I can't be out of my house for the Patriots games because look what happened. Yeah. I also think I got to get rid of that friend. It's unfortunate. Oh, never talk to them again. So that's a real short. It's fine. Real short stint with friends on Sundays. Yeah. I mean, we've been friends for a while. It's just like it's run its course now. Yeah, I get it. Got to get out of there. That's tough. Tough Great. break. Um, if you have the spin zone, folks, um, Pats do have a bye week now. Mm-hmm. So you're giving the Patriots two weeks to figure out what they did wrong against a Ravens team. They're going to come back stronger. I, t- I mean, all of the conversations today are like, what's wrong with the Pats? Is it Brady? Is it the defense? And you're like, yo. They're eight and one. Yeah, Nothing's they lost a regular season game. Yeah, they lost a regular season game to a really good team. Right, that's like just hitting its stride and picking it is up weird all this momentum. It's, I think because people are so uh, ready to root against the Patriots, it is weird how we act like when a team loses one game and now has one loss, they're like, "Oh, I guess the Pats aren't who we thought they were." And it's like, well, yeah, what about that team over there? That's like. If the, Four and five. If the Patriots <laughs> face the Ravens in the playoffs, I have no doubt in my mind that the Pats would win that game. Yeah. Because Belichick, better than anyone, is like, oh, I see what you did. I'm going to fix all that. Right. Right. You can't do that again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was a good win, Jay. Congrats to you. Super happy for you. <laughs> do you have anything you wanted to say? No. Great. I think that's I- a great choice. <laughs> Moving on. Of course, this means now the 49ers are the only unbeaten team left in the league. They beat the Cardinals 28-25 on Thursday Night Football. Um, They're the only undefeated team in the NFL for the second time in the Super Bowl era. First time since 1990. Uh, If they beat the Seahawks on Monday, they'll be 9-0, which surprisingly might not be a good thing because the previous four teams to start 9-0 were not able to win the Super Bowl that season. Interesting. Isn't it? Isn't it just? Isn't it, love? So really, it's- do you want to go home with me? I'm James Staple. <laughs> do you like commitment? <laughs> uh, so of course, the question. 
going to go with that same sound effect for all of them. That's good. I think that's good. <laughs> uh, will they stay undefeated? Here is the uh, 49ers schedule for the rest of the season. They've got Monday Night Football against the Seahawks, which it's worth noting. Uh, Josh Gordon has passed his physical and will likely be playing that game. And I think a bunch of people are out for the 49ers. But guess who didn't? Google it. Uh, then they have the Cardinals and the Packers at home. Then they have they go on the road against the Ravens and the Saints. And then back home, Falcons and Rams. And then they're back. They're at the Seahawks. Wow, that schedule's hard. That's a tough schedule, There's minus the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons is the easy game. I feel like that's the one game the Falcons wins. Wins? The Falcons wins that one game. I don't have a brain. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it's the Falcons fine. and the Cardinals, they could probably win. I mean, the the... The win against the Cardinals on Thursday was close. Yeah. Like, this is, there's not a chance they stay undefeated. No. Wow. No, Ashley no, no. says no. no. Jay? No way. No okay. chance. All right. Um, I'll say yeah, because it's good radio, but I bet it's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> We're a famous radio. <laughs> the radio show. Show with radio viewers. We're a radio show also. that has viewers. We're a simulcast radio show. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I'm Paul Feinbaum. Um, <laughs> All right, the Dolphins got their first win. Yay. Good for them. I don't even know if they're happy about it. Yeah, right. Uh, they beat the Jets 26-18. The Jets uh, fans started a fire gaze chant. I forgot to write a question for this one. Question? Should they fire <laughs> Should they fire Gase? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think we knew yeah. that the second he had that introductory press conference. Honestly. I read an article today that Mike McCarthy was, uh, like watching game film of like all the teams in the league and like getting ready to come back in 2020. And I'm like, dude, go get him now. Yeah. Just fire Gase, get McCarthy. He's ready. Is he? Yes. Okay. But you will remember famously the Packers fans had a fire McCarthy thing for years. Like they didn't like him. They wanted him out. Yeah. And you get a McCarthy with a, with a Sam Darnold friend of the, Radio show, friend of the, <laughs> friend of the simulcast, famous viewer friend of our of program. Uh, he, uh, I don't think it's the same as when you get a McCarthy with an Aaron Rodgers. I think McCarthy and Rodgers like butted heads, and I think Sam mm. Darnold would be more malleable and probably thrive under McCarthy's yeah. system. His spleen certainly more malleable. He's, just, he's all flexible now that he's like Gumby on the insides. Tonight, Monday Night Football: Giants versus Cowboys. That should be a good game. Go Giants! Bye. Because I want the Eagles to win the NFC East. Why? Because they're my football team. Sorry, it's just a question podcast, so I just felt like I had to keep asking. Oh, did you know I found out recently that the Eagles, against their will, are going... This isn't a question, this is a statement. (laughs) Or sorry, here's my question. Did you know the Eagles are going to be featured on Amazon's All or Nothing? No. So we get to relive this great five and four season. Cool. (laughs) So they've already been filming? Yeah. And they're going to put it out... Like the spring, usually. Spring, summer. Question. I think it's going to be all or nothing. I think nothing. Is it going to be all or nothing at all? There's nothing left to fall when you reach the bottom. It's now or never. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Jay. Uh, Good transition into this fun topic. Jermaine Whitehead went on a Twitter rampage. My God. uh, Was cut from the Browns promptly this morning, Monday morning. Okay, I'm not going to read the tweets. You can find them on the internet. Um, Whatever you're imagining, imagine it worse. Yep. 
So did he, question, did he threaten death to multiple people? He did. He, he sure did, did do that. He did do that. Uh, it all, one of them happened to be like one of the only members of Brown's media that fans like. Uh, Dustin a Fox. Radio analyst. And um, he who said that Whitehead's effort tackling today is a joke, which uh, it kind of was. Uh, and Jermaine let him know that uh, somebody in the staff suggested that the tweets um, allegedly are gang. There's like a gang association in the w- language that he used. I'm trying to not get in trouble here. <laughs> Don't. Uh, and then he also said that he would um, get smoked. I think he another time he said he was going to kill someone. It uh, wasn't good. Go look it up. It was bad. <laughs> it was very on. bad. Not on a work computer. Uh, I particularly liked uh, L. Duncan's response to it today mm. on Get Up. I don't know, Jay. It's kind of a long audio. Do we have a shortened version? Did you pull it? Uh, I have her response. Let's let's play it. Yeah. Interesting thought. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like, like, what a soft move, right? Like, he responded to a tweet from someone that talked about the blown coverage. It was blown coverage. It was awful. They didn't tackle and they looked terrible. He admitted that he had an awful game, but for you to lose it, I would like for you to peruse the Twitter timelines or Instagram timelines of any woman that is on television mm-hmm. that has the unmitigated gall to do things like pick one side versus another in a game and see the kind of things that we have to deal with and the kind of things people say to us. You got fired because you couldn't handle someone saying what was quite obvious that your coverage sucked. And it is such an incredibly soft move. Mm-hmm. Grow a woman up. Woo! Ooh. Yeah! That's Pat McAfee, by the way, doing the <laughs> woo! And his face is really worth going and looking it up. Uh, also, shout out unmitigated gall. What a I phrase. I literally just wrote that what down. What a phrase. You don't get to use that every day, but when you do, you get to say unmitigated gall. And you're like, So wow. incredible. To dunk that early in the morning, I just don't know how she does it. She is out dunking. Get up! Cause we're dunking in the morning. Hey, everybody, get up! Get that's up. the that's why they have that theme song. It's a great. I'm not awake for it ever, so I'm assuming that's <laughs> what the theme song. Is. Uh, so he gone, he fired. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, what you had to do? Uh, question. If you you wrote this, Ash, right? If you were gonna get fired for a tweet, what would you write? Now. My problem with this question is I think if we were to answer it, <laughs> we'd get fired. That's it's a fair point. But walk me through your re- – what was what were you thinking? Uh, well, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away when I was a PA, we used to – At ESPN. So ESPN. not a galaxy that far away. It's yeah. Bristol. Well, it was Bristol. It's pretty far. We used to kind of like dream about if we were going to get fired, like things we would do on our way out. Um, and this kind of, like I was wondering if this could be a version of that. But it doesn't really work as well because you can't say bad things about the company on a radio simulcast. You get that now, right? Yeah. So uh, Mm. to answer your question, I I would write, um, I loved my time here. Mm. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. All right. Baker Mayfield Mayfield got roasted for his post-game look. Uh, The Browns lost to the Broncos 24-19. That was their fourth straight loss. Mayfield looked defeated both on the field and then afterwards, <laughs> the presser, wearing a look that could only be described, and that's not true because it was described very many funny ways, but like, you know, the the defeated stepdad who's just like, mm. look, kid, I'm at your ball game. What else do you want? Your mom's really riding me in the, in a bad way, you know? Uh, I said that he looked like the dad from The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh. Mm. 
Don't make the sad face. That's a perfect description of what he looked like. Yeah. Or like it just his jacket didn't fit. Like you're Baker Mayfield, man. Yeah, he had to roll the sleeves up. Yeah. You're an adult. Here's I the have other... a jacket that fits you. She is going up in octaves. She's very my god. Uh, another interesting thing. He showed up to the game with a beard. Yep. During the game, had a I guess what could be described as extra long handlebar mustache. Was that Fu Manchu? Yeah, but I think that has has to have that little goatee, right? Yeah, it was a handlebar. Yeah, I think because also handlebar. I think a Fu Manchu I think is not connected to your face. I think it's like long, separate from your face. Whereas his were just it was a handlebar, but the handlebars kept going. She's googling it in the middle of the podcast, which wow. is always helpful because then I lose her completely. Wow, I'm I'm until she gets the answer that she's looking for. I don't know. I think it. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Right. It's dangly. It's not. Right. Attached. It's loose hair, which is even grosser. Oh, that's <laughs> anyway, so he gross. had a full beard. Then he had like a an attached foo. You know, <laughs> a foo fighter, if you will. And then um, and then at the during the press conference at the end of the game, he had just a mustache, which means Baker Mayfield shaved his face twice during the game. Why? Is oh, a- I've, sorry. I have a question. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We're getting used to it, folks. Uh, why do you think he did that? Let's come up with some reasons. I have, I have the perfect explanation. I think it's when I saw the story, I'm like, that's dumb and insane. But when you think about it, I actually think I have the logic. Oh, so he he showed up with a beard. It's Halloween weekend. Okay, he wanted to come out on the field with something worth talking about. Okay. Not football wise, <laughs> just to be like, oh look, because like if you win, that's a funny like, oh Baker, he shaved his like. You can see them at the beginning of the game saying something like, Baker with an interesting, uh, oh look, here he is coming into the game with a beard, and now he's out here with whatever this is, and then they have the whole foo conversation. We just had great TV. Our viewers love it. Those viewers would have loved it. <laughs> uh, then before the press conference, what he did was what Cam Newton should do and never does. Which is like, okay, the joke's over now. I cannot go out there after that loss with this dumb thing on my face. I got to just modify it a little bit. Um, and so I think he just like, it's like if Cam took off his dumb hat when he loses. But he doesn't. Cam goes out there in his clown suit and is like, ask me questions. I'm not going to answer them. I'm moody. I'm Cam Newton. But make it fashion. And like, it's a, it's a lot and it's annoying. Um, I think he was just trying to get out ahead of that. So that he wasn't like Baker Mayfield asks or answers sad questions with a weird mustache. But he did have a weird mustache. He just had a mustache. I know, but why not just take it all off? Because it's November. Oh, okay, yeah. So he probably is keeping it and growing it out for charity. All right. Wow. This really turned the whole conversation around. Yeah, I kind of like once I put a little bit of thought into it, I'm like, this actually kind of does make some sense. I have a question. Are you still starting him as your fantasy quarterback? No, you know, I haven't started him in weeks. But actually, funny you should ask, he outperformed who I did start this week, which is Philip Rivers. I've got to stop with the – what's the opposite of an embarrassment of riches? Just like a dearth of sadness. Like a – no, I have a plenty of – I have an embarrassment of sadness. I think it's just an embarrassment. Yeah, I have a, a ton of – yeah, you're right. i got to stop with my embarrassment A dearth of riches. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's not good. Dave Lozo tried to propose a trade to me today. I might take him up on it. He hasn't. He didn't actually make the offer. He just said, "I see you need a quarterback, and I have many." I was like, "Great, make me an offer." I will say, still in first place. That's great. Eight and one, like the Pats. Okay. Adam Vinatieri <laughs> uh, missed a game-winning field goal wide left. Like that's one of the. Sometimes they'll have field goals where you're like, "Oh no!" This was immediately like, "Oh my oh, god!" No. Oh my god! It looks like one of the guys from our segment that we did, where we made people. <laughs> it just went, it went straight left, like it barely even. 
But anyway, that was a 43-yard field goal. Remembering that you could take away from this that the if you're pay, paying casual attention to the Colts, which I always recommend you do, uh, that Vinatieri's having a terrible season. Last week he hit a bunch of field goals. One of them was a was a, like a season long or a career long. It was long, mm-hmm. and then one was the game winner. Like right. he, they do keep putting him in a position to hit the game winner. Which, if you don't have as much faith in Vinatieri as you'd like to, maybe we don't do that. Maybe step up the other stuff on the field. That's sports analysis. But it wasn't entirely his fault, right? And what? Whose fault was it? Say the name, Rigoberto Sanchez. Nice, because the laces were in. He's the holder. Yeah, the laces were in. Which famously not good. Not supposed to be in. Supposed laces be out, out, Dan. Places out, Dan. From Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That's correct. That's right. So I have a question. Bing. Jay, what happened there? <laughs> you with us? It takes a second to load. Oh, okay. Was Ace Ventura Jim Carrey's best movie? No. All right. What do you got? Uh, this is going to probably be an unpopular opinion. Jim Carrey's a little much for me. Well, I mean, his he his brand of comedy we have evolved from. He's very like slapsticky, right? Yeah, he was in that era. Yes, I, I mean, obviously, he's is. trying to evolve now. Now he's a painter. Like we're just discussing him in in that right. era. Yeah. I really enjoyed him in the Truman Show. Yeah, I really oh. liked that movie. That's not that's not a weird take. It's a well, it's, it's a, not like a Jim Carrey. It's like saying, oh, I don't know, Man on, Man on the Moon is I think his best movie. It's like it was a it was it's a departure from moon. form, right? Uh, I was, was going to say Eternal it. Sunshine. So, oh my god, oh, you guys darker. would, but it's but you but that means you're getting rid of all of the movies where he was funny. No, I love those too. I just, they're just not. His you guys best want movie. you want history to remember Jim Carrey as a dramatic actor. Um, that was no. not how the question was phrased. Well, if it's what's his best movie? Well, what do you think his best movie is? Um, I don't. I feel like Ace Ventura, but I'm just torn between one and two. Yeah, one and two. What's the Tough. second one? Call of the Wild. Was that good? When no, nature the, calls. When nature calls. Oh. Call of the Wild. Is that the do not Call. go in there one? Uh, yes. Yeah, do yes. not go in there is the second one. Yeah. Yeah. When he goes, when the one where he's like, the it's the guy. Monopoly guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Movie. You have when he's like talking about guano. I probably haven't. And it's bat poop. When he comes out of the rhinoceros's butt. Yeah, definitely haven't seen it. Yes, you have. No, I. I'll, I is, know like snippets from movies. It's the one with the slinky. Yeah, no. Oh, come on. All I know is do not go in there. And there's like, but and the first one is when he's like, is it a dorsal fin? Is, is it a dorsal fin? <laughs> right? Have These I are all the first one? Of course you have. Finkel is Einhorn. Okay, I've seen Einhorn that one. Einhorn is Finkel. I've seen that one. Dan Marino's in that one. Yeah. yeah Lace okay. is out. Yeah. Dan. 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 Oh. Anyway, Truman Show for sure. Yeah, great. <laughs> Got it. Also, underrated uh, Jim Carrey movie, Me, Myself, and Irene. Good one. Was you he would in, hate um, it. He's very over the top. I mean, myself and I mean, never I mean, mind. Dumb and Dumber, I think, maybe is probably the uh, choice I, I would make. Mm, hot take. I don't love Dumb and Dumber as much as everybody else. Because I think I came to it too late, and I was like, okay, even for me, this is a lot. Wow. I loved Jim Carrey. Did I ever tell the story that my mom uh, thought she was talking to Jim Carrey on the internet for a really long time? I think she still thinks that she did. Wait, what? Wait, yeah. what happened? Okay. Uh, oh, God, I've never told this anywhere. Uh, it's too long of a story for this podcast. Um, my mom... 
back when it must have been right around when we transitioned from like AOL CDs to like just having AOL uh, would go into chat rooms. This makes my mom sound really weird. She's not like weird. She's just everybody like a, went. She's everybody a lonely older woman, and that's also a thing we were doing back then. Um, and she probably wasn't older. Sorry, mom. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she like had this group of people she had met on the internet that were like her buddies. She would check in on, which is nuts, but also good for you, mom. You're adapting to like internet. What's this? Anyway, one of them um, was a guy. Whose screen name? I'm not. Never mind. And um, and she, I was young, so I had to be in like middle school, high school. And she, uh, this person was like, didn't come out and say they were somebody famous until they had all been like friends for a while, and then they were like, yeah, I'm a, I don't want to talk about it. I'm a famous person, something, something. Like for years, kind of strung them along with this. I'm not going to say. And then they kind of put together clues, and then one day, like, asked him if he was Jim Carrey, and he was like, okay. Yeah, but like, don't say anything to anyone. And then, like, I think because this con man absolutely conned in a very convincing way, my mom and her friends from the internet uh, were convinced. That the- Jesus Christ, what a weird. What story if it was tell. Jim Carrey? And yeah, you know I what? bet it was him. It could have been. Um, I had told my mom back then, Mom, one day I'm going to get famous just so I can meet Jim Carrey, so I can ask uh, if it was him. Can we make that happen? Can we try to yeah, book him, on the, him on the show? I think uh, I honestly think in. though if we did it and he said it wasn't him I wouldn't want my mom to I like I want her to still have that. Yeah. Uh like they sent at one point he sent something I think my mom got like a PO box cuz she's not too she's not stupid. Um and like he sent something that was like signed and she looked up Jim Carrey's signature and made sure they matched. But like she got obviously a PO box guy, just so she could get something sent. I think he like wanted to send something she didn't want to give. It. I, this I, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I, I need to confirm the <laughs> details of this story. More. I will confirm the details of this story before I tell it because I know I'm going to get a phone call from my mom now. That's like someone told me that on your podcast, <laughs> blah 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 blah. So I'll confirm the details. But a large chunk of my childhood, uh, my mom, and therefore I. Uh, thought that she was friends with Jim Carrey. And so you're disappointed there in was Dumb a, and Dumber. There was a songwriting <laughs> competition for The Grinch when he was in it. We're like, write, li- here's the here's the way the song's going to sound. Write the lyrics, send yourself in singing, and maybe you'll have you'll sing the song from The Grinch. And I, I submitted. I didn't Wait, win. to your mom's friend on the internet? No, no, no. He didn't. No, he didn't, like, lead the competition. It was a, he... It, the competition was happening led by like the movie's PR team. And oh, my mom okay. was like, wouldn't it be great if you were in my friend Jim's movie? She's like, I can, put a, good wor- I can put a good word in for Odell you. And Jar- <laughs> That's a terrible Boston accent. Odell and Jarvis uh, had to change the queen. Very rarely do we go into something I was not expecting us to get into on the podcast. I feel so uncomfortable right now. Odell and Jarvis had to change their cleats. Jay, why don't you tell everybody the story? Uh, sure. So... <laughs> Jarvis Landry and Odell were wearing custom cleats during uh, warm-ups in the first half of the Brown games. Browns game. Jeez, I keep doing that. Uh, and Jeez. cleats are required, I guess, to have a consistent color. Um, I didn't. I did not know this. Hmm, famously, um, that's but, why people wear different cleats during pregame than they do during the game. Right. Um, and so right. Uh, they violated Section Four, which is uh, that the they. That's that cleat rule. <laughs> this is incredible. Why are you uncomfortable? Did your mom also know Jim Carrey? Are we going to fight it out? Uh, yeah, she did. And honestly, it didn't go great. Uh, so according to CBS's broadcast, uh, the league officials went to the locker room at halftime and told Beckham and Landry that they had to change their cleats or else they would be prohibited from playing in the second half. And they came back in halftime compliant shoes. So they so this is were what, the Joker, right? Halftime compliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was uh, – Landry's were golden orange and, and – uh, 
and uh, Odell's were Joker themed. They were kind of neat. Um, I like to think of them as me themed, but that's just <laughs> selfish. Uh, what I found really interesting is that during the Steelers game, I don't know if anyone saw this, uh, Steven Nelson was having like a shoe issue <laughs> and he threw his shoe. So it's just, you could see it on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, and then, um, and they played through it, which means he played a snap with one shoe. And I feel like I have a question. Okay. Uh, did the NFL shoe rules seem inconsistent? Because why do you give a, why do you care that they, what they look like? There should be a rule that's like you have, no shirt, no shoes, no snap. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be able to play a snap without a shoe. So, was, in, go ahead. No, what was crazy was that, like, when he threw it, it, it didn't go that far. Right, it was so, still like, there. Had they run a sweep to the left, like, it would have been in the way of everything. And Sorry, they, we're just, Jay just said a, a run a sweep to the left. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Oh, football. good. That's, no, great. Proud of you. It's just you. funny to hear a dude talk about routes, you know? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I've never played the game, so I don't know, you know, it's not really fair for me to do that. But I just feel like if your rules, what are the rules for? If not to be like, hey, you have to wear shoes for a snap. <laughs> well, not like, hey, the colors have to match. I, I feel like if it falls off while you're playing, what are you going to do? Stop the game? No, if, if the helmet falls off, they blow a whistle. But it wasn't before he was playing. It was during. He like pulled it off because it was like yeah, it wasn't. It was you're saying open. it wasn't while he was playing. It was before they. It was before the snap. Right. They could have blown a whistle, been like, ah, oh, put your fucking shoe back on. Yeah, they they could have done that. Right. I mean, if his was his sock the appropriate color though, because then it's uh, still compliant. See, then it would have. Yeah, if the sock mm-hmm. had been a weird, if he had a Joker sock on, then yeah, then, then they would have been like ejected <laughs> out exactly <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy one hundred thousand dollar fine. Yeah, exactly. Which and I would have been totally supportive of that. I think that makes perfect sense. It's section four. Right. It's a really widely known. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows that. What Jay said is is that rule. Uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, um, we found out, well, first, he credited Popeye's chicken sandwich for healing his eye. Uh, on NFL Network, after the game, he was asked, um, like, what, how it healed or whatever, and he said, quote, it was the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwiches that I ate this week. Uh, famously, those didn't come back till today. So, tough way to find out Deshaun Watson's a liar. <laughs> Do you think he has a secret stash? Or he's stash? got a connect. He yeah. might have a connect, but I also, why would you rub it in everyone's face? Yeah. Either way, bad luck for Deshaun. You're yeah. either a liar or you're a Or jerk. you're an elitist. Yeah. You're a coastal elitist. Yeah. What coast would that be? Um, the golf the coast. While, <laughs> while we're talking about Popeye's, though, Stefan Diggs wore uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich cleats. Now, that's during the pregame. As yeah. you can see in Section 4, it wouldn't have been allowed during the game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so I have a question. Is there a more influential brand in sports right now than Popeye's? Hmm. One could argue Nike, but that person would be wrong. It's I think it's Popeye's. It's really bringing people together. It's a motivating force. I think Popeye's, then New Balance, then, right. then Nike. Yeah. Why? Just because, you know, New Balance is really on the up and up with some of their sneaker deals. Kawhi. Yeah. And I got a bunch of New Balance at the W conference. Did you? Yeah. Are they for your tiny little feet or they, could you wow. potentially share them with your wow. best friend? So, first of all, even if my feet were tiny, um, you, I still couldn't – sizes are still sizes. I can't share them with my friend because my friend is it. Bigfoot. I know. My but- friend is Bigfoot. <laughs> Ashley likes to think that a size seven. Now I've got wiki feet. Yeah, don't do it. They know. No, tell them. Honestly, the U.S. Women's National Team. I did a thing with. Uh, wow, we never talked about this. Was that a week ago? Oh, I did yeah. the thing with the coach, the new coach, and they were. They asked me on my way over what shoes I was wearing. 
I was like, oh, just like Timberland sneaker boots. There, there's no logos on them or anything. Uh, and then when I got there, they had bought me Nikes. And I was like, how did you? They're like, what size are you? I was like, seven. And they're like, oh, good. The internet was right. I'm like, did you go to Wikifee? <laughs> and they think... said, yeah. I don't know that I've ever gone to your Wikifee page. Don't do it. Um, I mean, I'm going to do it. I got five stars. There, <laughs> there is a, there, but I, I don't think Wikifee's ever been useful before. Huh. I got a sweet pair of Air Force Ones thanks to Wikifeet. I don't know how to feel I about mean, that. I mean, probably not thanks to Wikifeet. Yeah, I would, they would have been the wrong size, maybe. Ash, I, I think you should do it later. I yeah, really no, no. This is, I'm, I'm looking at something else. Why uh-huh. do you want to look at it? There I'm are just some pictures curious. on there. Number one, there's some pictures on there that aren't my feet. Uh, they were just from my Instagram of my roommate because we dropped a bunch of beer. They're clearly not my feet. And then there's another picture where a different part of my body that's more traditionally looked at from people on the internet look amazing and uh but it's just on there because my feet are in the picture it's very weird i don't want to can we not i'm getting so uncomfortable this sorry, podcast sorry sorry uh thanks the question is um <laughs> no there i do have other questions though um deshaun watson said that when he had to go to uh london this week he's gonna wear a visor to protect his eye but he thought that the fog in london would like cloud the visor so he didn't is that the most british thing ever that's pretty british i mean could he like also do it for a polite reason like he didn't want his teammates to be upset that he had a visor and they are you getting canada (laughs) confused with london No, british people are also very like conservative with their feelings Oh, yeah, they're and cold. Like, they're a little colder. They were polite. Aren't they polite? I don't know. Ask Jay. He's British. Oh, he's French. Yes, they are polite. Thank you for asking. That's a terrible the accent. Terrible. Jay can only do Australian. That's devastating. Jay, just do Australian. Yeah, right. Hey, how are you going? That's better. That's so, so much better. Much better. Uh, but, okay, here's the other question. Uh, he thought his eye had fallen out when he got kicked in the eye. And I'm wondering, because I think that sounds insane, but then when you think about it, you can kind of relate. Have you ever had an, an injury where you're like, oh, no, this is – oh, sorry, yeah. Have you ever had an injury where you're like, this is so bad, and then later you're like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, or vice versa? Yes, I have. Go ahead, <laughs> Please be the one that I'm thinking of. I once thought I had deep vein thrombosis. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Basically fact, not an injury. I had nothing. So, so actually, no, you did have something, and it's called hypochondria. Yes, I continue to have that. That's not, that's not gone. Right, and it's actually but, worse than we thought but, it was. But that DVT. You didn't have. Well, you just had, not, an itch, you had an itchy leg. No, it was not itchy. It was like dead and then weird. It was weird It was leg. a leg. He's just had a he had leg. a cramp, maybe. I like, walked up the plane, he's like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm like, it just feels weird. No, no, it's not what you said. You said, I just, oh, I have, I think I have DVT. No, well, no, this is you later. You were massaging your leg, and I'm like, well, well how's your DVT? And that's he, what you're genuinely, to do. he genuinely answered, I'm not sure. <laughs> he wasn't like, oh, haha, it's DVT. I, I was wasn't like, how's sure. your DVT? He's like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, Ashley? I think I made a full recovery. Thank you so much for caring. Oh, yeah, I meant to follow up. I sniffed a match that time. You did. What about a story <laughs> we haven't told on the podcast? Honestly, though, as the seasons are starting to change, like I don't, I'm not happy to have my nose hair back. Like I want it gone again. Yeah. I mean, we know how. We have the. She, I don't think I can bring something else up while while we're having. Let's just name this Katie's most uncomfortable podcast. Uh, the other day, I had uh, I had some. I was trying to show you. I've had a cut inside my nose for like two years. The only person who I've ever told this story to that gave me the right amount of empathy was Ozzy, who no longer works with us. But when I told him the story, he was like, "That is the most difficult thing I've ever heard, and you are a real <laughs> trooper." Like he just responded with the right level I was looking for. I've had a cut on the inside of my nose. On and off, but mostly on for like three years. It is so annoying. 
Um, and I was trying to show it to you at your house. Mm-hmm. And I said, ignore, I flipped my nose essentially inside out. I said, ignore the nose hair, uh, just like right here. And you said, you know, you could take care of that if you wanted to. <laughs> wow. And I was like, it made me so insecure. What? That I went home and got rid of some of my nose hair. No, you did not. Oh my God. And since then have been like, I miss my fucking nose hair. What? Because it keeps you from getting bugs. I just get a lot of bugs now. I disagree. Now. I feel like you can just use a tissue and get or I wake up Jay. and I have just all bugs in my nose that I never used to well, have. How is that possible? I don't if it's know. not getting stuck. I have no idea. Your nose hair. Nose hair is to keep things out from coming into your body. Like you'll get sick if you don't have nose hair. Maybe that's I, why you're getting sick all no, the time. I get sick all the time anyway. I just want you to know that, like you I saying that, that. Maybe I was so. I'm like, look, there's a lot of. You. I know, but why? Because it was funny. How's that funny? Why would I get rid of my nose hair? You're supposed to have it. Like I overthink every body hair I have. I'm Italian. I've been getting rid of all of my body hair since I was like five because I'm like, where's it supposed to be? I once got rid of my eyebrows. I'm like, I don't like it. I'm like, no, you're supposed to. Those are good. You're supposed to have those. But like when you were like, oh, you could just get rid of it. I was like, oh, I I never. It had never even crossed my mind. Hundred percent didn't say it like that. And Steve said it too. No, it was after you, you guys cheated ganged up. up on me. This is so. I said ignore funny. my nose hair, and you were like, mm, if only you took care of it. This is Jay's just using the sound effect to move us along frivolously. Yeah, it's like it also means <laughs> times like, yep, up. Okay, times up. Go on. Um, what was my question? Oh, if there was an injury, I thought was more serious. No. Next. <laughs> Tony Romo and Jim Nance briefly called the Packers Chargers game from the sidelines for no reason. Um, CBS Sports. In the second half, had Nance and Romo on the sidelines for with they had portable monitors and game notes, and Tracy Wolfson was in the booth. And I tweeted, "I don't know who needs to hear this, but Tracy Wolfson, whatever this is that's happening right now, that does not count as putting a woman in the booth." <laughs> because she was just like, "Yeah, I'm sideline reporting from up here, which makes no sense." And they were like, "Yeah, we're calling the game from down here, which makes no sense." Then uh, they got them back up in the booth, and CBS put up a graphic that said total yards today: Green Bay offense fifty-two, Jay Nance and T Romo sixty. So I have a question. Did they do this just so they could troll the Packers with that graphic? I think so. I really do. I feel like if it was a bit, they would have like promoted it and been like, ooh, CBS trying something new, getting women in the booth and our men down on the sidelines. But they didn't. It just seemed like an impromptu thing, strictly so they could have that that graphic. So I feel like you would have to prepare before the game, though, that you were going to do that. Well, if they had monitors come down with them, then they wouldn't have. Okay. I Maybe. I thought it was crazy when I didn't know they had monitors, but whoever wrote that in the doc says that there were monitors down there, so they were fine. Uh, I I ran to the store during this, like as it was happening, so I don't actually know what happened. But um, follow up question then. You don't have to ding because all right. Uh, is that the farthest anyone has ever gone for a mediocre joke? Hmm. Ooh. I'm get, I mean, off the top of like my no. head, no. But yeah. I can't think of like. <laughs> It just feels the like the answer why yeah, it's right? far. Like going it's too way far. out of your way to be like, LOL, do you get it? Also because while they were traveling, like what if the Packers had thrown like a bomb? Yeah, that's a pretty good argument that maybe it wasn't there just for the uh just for the bit. That's a real risk. It's yeah, so it's a real high risk, low reward play. Yeah. I think that a lot about those like graphics packages they do. Like last night during Sunday Night Football there was a um a Stranger Things themed one. Oh yeah. yeah, and I was like, "What if, like, that wasn't recent? That the most recent season came out." And they had the music, which made me think that they had to license it, which is expensive, right? So maybe it was one of the things they tried to clear, like, 
forever ago. Yeah, I right. just always think about the how the sausage is made because we work in an industry where like we have to finish our monologues earlier than we'd like to because we have to get all the video cleared and stuff. Like that makes me think that somebody came up with that when the new season came out, and then they were like, "Well, now the we don't have the thing. Now we don't. Have, now we just got to wait for the stats that make it usable." Good podcast. Uh, let's move on to NBA. Don't make a sound effect. I, th- I, I felt didn't. I felt you wanting to. I know yeah. I didn't do it. Uh, Dwight Howard dubbed the Lakers bench the Bad News Bears, uh, but he said, quote, the Bad News Bears. Not the Bad News Bears in a bad way, but we're going to bring bad news to the other team. That type of bad news. <laughs> Boy. Um, which is incorrect. Uh, he's not wrong in saying that a bench, in classifying a bench as the Bad News Bears. For those who don't know, the Bad News Bears was a movie that none of us have seen about a baseball team <laughs> uh, that was like a bunch of misfits, ragtag, that like had found... Uh, I actually think they don't win the big game at the end. They don't. Right, but they do find a little bit of success by banding together and overcoming the odds. Um, and that's why they're bad news. It's not like, here come those bad news bears bringing bad news to the other team. Like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, although, you know, Dwight Howard currently leads all bench players in rebounds uh, with 8.17 and blocks 2.33. That's he's, how you say stats. He's playing really well. Yeah, he's doing well in the in the bench. Whatever. Uh, my question is, what movie should the Lakers bench be incorrectly nicknamed after? Because it's not a correct nickname. It's correct, but it's you know what I mean. Mm. You know what I'm trying to ask. Kind of. Yeah, it's that fun tweet that uh, name this movie wrong answers only. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Right. What if we answered it? I know. I'm thinking about Troop Beverly Hills. Excuse me? Troop Beverly Hills? That's not a movie. It sure is. Troop Beverly Hills? Yeah, it you've is, never yeah. seen it? It's Goldie Hawn. Oh, no. It, yeah, it it's, uh, it's like really wealthy uh, families in Beverly Hills make a Girl Scout troop. And they it's like a middle-aged woman who's like going through a divorce is their troop leader. And they like have this rival. Oh, no. Me summarizing movies is the worst. This is it's the best so bit. Keep going. Keep going. Um, they have this like r- rivalry with like a really intense like – uh, good at nature, like Girl Scout troop, and they're all into like fashion and money, and huh. and they have to sell all these cookies, um, and they have like a big fashion show to sell them all, and like they make themselves badges, and then they do a ripoff of like the we don't need no stinking badges. It's what's happening. Right I'm now. really bad at summarizing all movies, right. but they overcome. They're the underdog, and they overcome, and they band together, and they win. Okay, at the big race at the end. Spoiler okay. alert. Yeah, right. Someone else talk. <laughs> Jay, you got you got anything? I, I think I would go with Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind again. Yeah, what? Because it's it's always sunny, but there's not a lot going on. What? That's a good reason. It. What do you mean? The Lakers. It's sunny there, but in terms of their bench, mm, not sure. In terms of their bench, mm, the, the Lakers are playing really, really well. I know. Yeah, but I think they've only lost one game at the time of this podcast. So I would go with um, Kick-Ass, that movie, with uh, Dwight Schrute. Right, but what's the misuse of the... What? How is it the wrong... Because it it's, they're not question. kicking, because it's help basketball. Him. Don't help him. That was the way to do it. Man. Man. What would your answer be, Katie? I was just letting you both drown while I just was like, name a movie, Katie. Put a yeah, movie into your movie. head. Uh, you know, I would say um, that they would be... The uh, it would be the movie that the film actually the Thank piece you. of cinema appreciate that. that I would I name uh, the Lakers bench after incorrectly is um 
is uh, uh, the Boondock Saints. Oh? Um, in the sense that it's the only movie I could think of <laughs> uh, at this at this juncture. Okay, at this particular wow. juncture. That's the when you were like think of Here's a movie. You're like when you you're, know when you're putting a bunch Boondock of time Saints. into writing the questions, you forget to uh, come up with answers. Mm. But you guys both came up with answers, and they weren't great. Ashley, yours was good. You should watch that movie. It's entertaining. Yeah, I bet. First Wives Club. Nice. Oh, okay. I like that. Yep. I'm in. You don't even have to explain it. In that they were older. They band together. Wives in the sense of um, married to the to LeBron. Bench. All Uh-oh. right. <laughs> this was a good, this is going well. It's a question podcast. I'm in hell. Okay. Uh, Snoop Dogg did some play-by-play on the Lakers-Spurs game in San Antonio. He was there for a um, for a concert. He checked out the Lakers. Jay, you have audio of this? Yeah. Let's yeah. listen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. taking over the game Come now. on, Brian. Brian, walk into the park. That's a walk in the park right there. We call that cake mix. <laughs> wow. Cake mix. We call that cake mix. Uh, question. Two okay. two questions here. A double ding? Uh, yeah, but... Ding, ding. Stop bailing him out. Oh, that was Okay, I was going to say, that was just a ding with a pause in the middle. <laughs> Uh, double question. What other sport would you like Snoop Dogg to broadcast? Uh, and the other one is what other celebrity would you like to hear broadcast a basketball game? I'd like to hear Snoop Dogg broadcast women's soccer. Okay. I just think it'd be fascinating. Uh, if I recall correctly, he made a video about equal pay. I don't, rec- I haven't I seen that. I feel like Jay knew that. Yeah, I think he did. Uh, and so I think he's, you know, I think he's like an ally, supportive of the mission. Uh, I think it would get people who maybe don't currently watch women's soccer would get him to watch. Mm-hmm. And I just think he'd be super entertaining um, and would be like, you know, getting non-soccer fans into it, getting non-women's soccer fans into it. I think it would just be good for the sport. That's a really good idea. It might also be just a... a, a a minefield. <laughs> like, oh, Snoop, no, don't do that. No. Like, these some bad bitches up in here. Like, no, 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 sir. Please, no, Mr. Dog. Mr. Dog. I think it's fun when commentators don't necessarily completely understand what they're watching. Mm-hmm. And so maybe like a rugby where he's giving us the play by play, but is like also asking the questions along yeah. with us could be highly entertaining. Or like cricket. Like, yeah, I have no idea what's funny. going on, but yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. Something fast paced so with like, a what is... oh, I think I have the definitive answer. Oh. Curling. Yes. Snoop yeah. Dogg doing curling would be great. I love curling. Let's make that happen. Okay. And then what, who else would we like to hear call a basketball game next? I'm going to go with Queen Elizabeth. Wow. I think like a wow. real. Wow. <laughs> What? Just a very, you know, iconically British, mm-hmm. calm, quiet, <laughs> soft-spoken, has no idea what's happening. And she would have to uh, bend the knee to Doris Burke. Well, <laughs> as we all should. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like this ain't your court, lady. God, Queen Elizabeth tossing to Doris Burke. Would wow. Be, what a power. Incredible. What a power move. <laughs> uh, Jay, what about you? I'm flabbergasted. I'm still processing Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, I... Was gonna say Hannibal Burris because I feel like he wouldn't be able to catch up to the plays and he'd be I feel talking. Like about... This is a cop out because I feel like we did a question before that was like, "What comedian do you want in the booth?" And you said Hannibal Burris. No, I said Ron Funches. Why don't you just be honest about how much you love Hannibal I, Burris? I what is it with Hannibal so Burris and you? It's so weird. I, I said Ron Funches, not uh, Hannibal Burris. I don't think you did. I did. I did. Famously, I think you said Hannibal Burris can't throw the football. He's only good on the ground. I never said anything mm, like that about I anyone. Feel like you did though. Uh, not your best take. Wow. 
Katie, um, what do you think? What's up, Katie? Yeah. Oh, well, you know I'm stalling. No, you I know, know I'm stalling because I didn't think of anything. Here's the thing. I, how about I ask the questions and you answer them instead? No, because you wrote down answers. Yeah. I wrote the questions, so I'm asking them, and then while you guys answer, I'm not listening. I'm stalling. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say. Stalling? Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Katie Nolan answered that question. Stalling. Like a total monster. But look. I think that, you know, it was basically the best. Before you get they, fired? Say sunlight, <laughs> they say sunlight is the best disinfectant, you know? So if we got Stalin out here, uh, calling a basketball game, oh, then, on, then maybe, maybe Stalin's calling. Oh god, she just spit water up all over herself. <laughs> if Stalin is calling, uh, that would be, that could, we could put that in the history books. I am literally soaked. As like oh, Stalin calling, that's what brought him down. <laughs> Stalin wow. cowherd, has anyone said that yet? <laughs> I feel like uh, oh boy, Stalin coward. He just, just keeps hitting the bell. Stumbled upon brilliance. Okay, the Bucks. Okay, the Bucks. The Bucks put together a montage. The Bucks put together a montage of fans eating. Pull yourselves together. I am the Bucks. Soaked. The Bucks. The Bucks. Da Bucks put together a, a montage of fans eating food in reverse. No, it was a yes. It's right here on the dock. Um, it's uh, it was one of their in-game, uh, you know, kiss cam, uh, eat eat out of a jar of mayo, all those stupid bits they're doing in stadium now. Uh, this was theirs. It was eating food in reverse. I guess you should go look it up. I didn't because I actually don't want to see it. Uh, I feel like what would be the grossest? This isn't the question, but like, what's the grossest food you could eat in reverse? I think like ice cream, like an ice cream cone. I was thinking something an ice cream like... cone. Anything that's direct mouth to food. Oh, I was Hot dog. Like a chili dog. Yeah, a chili dog's pretty gross. I th- um I think the more that you see like the movement of the food like like a Maybe I think a... you won't want a fork. You want to see mouth to food. You want to take the food as a whole and bite into it. I so don't it I like don't know. I think it back out onto the yeah, hot dog. I think maybe like a spaghetti. Mm-mm. Like you get the like, no. and like you're pulling it out. Oh, I guess, I guess, I see what you're saying. But that's why I think like a chili cheese dog. If you're like pulling it away from your mouth, that's just like you're putting it. Mm-mm. That's gross. Uh, my question though, uh, have we run out of ideas? <laughs> I think this was a great idea. The more answerable you do, it was weirdly satisfying. Oh yeah, you might have really to damn it. You should talk way. to somebody about but that. But it was like one of those things. Where you're like, oh, this is terrible. I'm gonna watch it till the. End. Yeah, Ash, I think you should talk to somebody about that. I think you're going to regret Ooh. admitting that on the podcast. No. There's other people out there. If there's uh, one thing this podcast has taught me. Here's a better question. What is the uh, What should the next in-stadium video trend be? Maybe, you know how they have, like, people dancing? Mm-hmm. They play the video of people dancing, but to, like, a completely different beat than they were dancing to. Mm-hmm. It's not. Wow. It's not great. I'm work. I'm working it. No, that's I'm working good. Through you it. are working it. I'm working it. You're working it. Girl. But I'm like working it to the wrong beat. Right. As always. Uh, wow. What about instead of a kiss cam, it's the miss cam, and it's people who are trying to high five each other, but they miss. How could you predict that that's what was going to happen? You, you just got to find it. Got to have good cameramen that can predict the future. <laughs> Or they just happen to They're catch They're a very it. valuable asset. What yeah. about the disc cam where it's just like you find two people who are clearly in a fight that don't want to be at the game that <laughs> wish they good. were there and you just slow zoom in on the fighting <laughs> until they notice because that would actually be really helpful for them. They would probably look, see themselves on the Jumbotron and be like, oh man, we're being silly, right? It's like when you ever have like a fight with a significant other and then like something happens and they laugh and then you're like, ah, and then you laugh and then you're like, okay, this, we're being stupid. 
So I think that would really help bring people together if you just had a disc cam. Or it would get somebody killed. But how can we know till we try? Get the cameraman that know the future and they can tell you. Right. Yeah. And then Stalin will be like, whoa, that was crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Back to the game. Um, last one from the NBA. Then we're going to take an ad break. Uh, the Nets coach, Kenny Atkinson, used a like college football style sign from the sidelines to direct the defense. <laughs> it was a picture of former Orlando sharpshooter and current uh, NBA TV broadcaster, right? He's still on TV. Dennis Scott. Uh, with the symbol of, like, no over him. <laughs> uh, he said after the game that the idea came from a staff member, and he said that the team was struggling to communicate defensive schemes, and he wanted to have a little bit of humor with it, too. I missed, I don't get the joke, I guess. Um, question, should the NBA allow this, or only allow it if the coach draws the picture himself by hand? I, I vote that second one, obviously. Yeah, uh, I think it's an embarrassing admission that you need it. If you're the one team that's like, they need to be reminded. I mean, the NFL did it with yeah. like, the signs. Not know? as often as, like, college football does it the most. Yeah. Because you're, like, in there for a year. You don't have time to, like, you know, kids are two years, they're leaving, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't see a problem with it. I think it's like... If- should they draw it by hand? <sighs> I think it's less entertaining for the viewer if they draw it by hand. How so? Because you have you're more limited in your creativity. No, absolutely not. I I think if you draw something by hand, you're you're narrowed in by what you got that a smaller coach you got a smaller is. toolbox. That's right. But I'd like to see how they use the limited toolbox they have. Yeah, but if someone's bad at drawing, as someone who's really bad at drawing, if you had to try, if your team's win was on the line, you'd go for it. You you would. I know you. You would print out like a. You'd get a stencil. You'd go all out. I want to see what coach really cares. I want to see what coach is coming in. Okay, with his hand covered in permanent marker so, because he got he really got into it last night. Okay, to so, draw this picture of a daffodil being held by a skunk. Okay, so if we say the coach has to make the picture himself, it could be with like no draw it. If draw it yourself stencil paint. You can use a stencil. You can use paint. That's These what are I'm all saying. I, th- I was just thinking you're drawing like, it freehand with a pen. Well, that's you being specific. Well, I, th- I was. I misinterpreted the question. But no, but the thing you just specified was that they could get, they could make it however they want. I don't want them cutting out, cutting and pasting. Ashley, what are you doing? I'm trying to draw a daffodil. How do you Why draw are you one? doing it freehand? We just because I want. What to is this? How is this helping? Where are those petals starting? Where's the tip of the? I, I'm just trying to be a good basketball coach. This is an audio medium. Oh. Is it- you're holding right. a daffodil, Pepe Le Pew? Is yeah, that... I think so. I don't okay. know. I just, just checking. It's Katie Improvin. She's going off book. No, I know. I just named the first two things that came to mind. Boondock Saints. Great. Um, more news in a second. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Casper. We don't have a third ad read today. This is it, which means this is going to be a musical one. I'm going to take your job, Ashley, and I'm going to let you know <laughs> because I know this is not necessarily your genre of music. Mm. My Chemical Romance got back together this week. Ding. Also, unrelated, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine got back together this week. Ding! Lots of reunions. Very exciting. Also, Stalin back from the dead this week. <laughs> and uh, I think we should do this ad read to the tune of a My Chem song. I was torn between which one to do, but I have decided we're going to do I'm Not Okay. Uh, you don't know this song at all? No. Great. Uh, it should be fun for you. Jay, are you familiar? I'm familiar. Great. Um, I don't know if you want to film this one. 
this oh. song makes me excited. Wow. Okay. It's such a good song. Are you going to put your lollipop down? I guess so. It really wasn't professional of me to take it out during the podcast in the first place. <laughs> I can't believe you never had this phase of your life. I feel so sad for you. I'm definitely watching the head now. It's really sad for you. (laughs) If you want it. I'm trying to just channel his Gerard Way's voice. Uh, Joe Rogan's cousin, by the way. Famous. I did see that. Just came out this week. Confirmed it. Yeah. We'll say hello to Casper the Sleep Company. With outrageously comfortable products that help. Everyone sleep and live better. Their ultimate goal is a world well slept. From award-winning mattresses to pillows, bedding, and furniture, Casper is transforming the way we sleep with over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's the harmony, Katie. That's the harmony. Views. It's the most loved and trusted sleep company. So don't lose sleep over finding the perfect bed. The four layers of premium foam are designed to provide pressure relief for all night comfort. I love my Casper cause it's great. I sleep on it when I need to and Casper has all the support. It's designed to provide extra support to keep your back aligned with bedding and bed frames. <laughs> I forgot where we were. This is a very long musical break. You're welcome. It's really hard to not sing the harmony. I feel like we've been through this before. Uh, they have bedding, bed frames, and even glow, which is a magical light for better sleep. Uh, Casper has everything you need to complete your dream bedroom, but you knew that, you know? Do you need time to de-e-side? Sleep on it. Casper mattresses come with the 100-night risk-free trial. Rest easy with oh. free shipping and free returns. <laughs> free returns. Get the mattress of your dreams. You can get it today if you go to Casper.com slash Nolan and use the code Nolan for $100 towards the purchase. Oh, wait, I messed it up. Jay, what are you doing back there? You're not helping. Yell a little bit. That's Casper.com. Jay, why? Jay, why? I thought that was the descending part, but it there was. was one more bar. It was. You had it. Okay. Here's the thing when you have it, you're off key every time. Well, that's just. That's just reality. So what if we just didn't do it? Ooh. Imagine. I think you underestimate. How hard it is. No, Jay and I tried to do it one time yeah. when you were sick. To cold read a song, well. <laughs> to a tune of a song, right? And then imagine doing it with someone in the background being like, Casper. Wow. And wouldn't that, that be is hard? That your, is that your version of me? I feel like It's I was... better than her version of me, which was not very nice. $100 towards your purchase of select mattresses, <laughs> folks. That's casper.com slash Nolan. 
uh, to get $100 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. See casper.com slash terms. Uh, customer experience product reviews are based on casper.com authorized retailer sales and Google. Um, thank God they got back together. Yeah. So that we don't have to ever do that again. <laughs> because that was all that was left of my chem. And now they can be like, no, listen, Katie, this is how you do a fucking Casper ad read. Or they'll just make new songs. All right, NHL. Here's our NHL headline, which probably should have come after our MLB headline. Hannah. Oh, she's still under Hannah Rumi. That's cute. Yeah, always. All right, uh, NHL headlines, which uh, famously should have come after MLB headlines. We'll just smush them into each other. MLB headline, the Nationals won the World Series. Yay. And then they went to the Capitals game. That makes it an NHL headline uh, on Sunday. And what happened there, Jay? There were two different types of celebrations. Uh Adam Eaton did the TJ Oshie drinking through his shirt impression, which was funny. So three different types. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> uh, some guys rode the Zamboni. You see how offended he gets when I ask him to do the uh, to produce the podcast? And I'm like, hey, Jay, read the uh, news on that one. And he's like, oh. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, so Sean Doolittle <laughs> and some of his teammates took a ride on the Zamboni. Uh, Shirtless, important to note. They were not wearing clothes. Well, they were wearing well, pants. Excuse me. <laughs> just, just shirts. They didn't have shirts on. And again, just to reiterate, we don't objectify athletes on this podcast. And that's actually not a problem here because I did not feel the need to objectify a single one of them. Yeah, Dave, if Dave from Buffalo, if you weren't sure whether to go hockey or baseball, just watch the Nationals on the Zamboni shirtless and you no will comment. make uh, your own decision. Yeah. Decide on your own. Just the make other sure way you have all they the were information. celebrating yeah. uh, was by pouring beers into fans' mouths from the suite above them. So Which like over seems the edge. like the least efficient way to get beer into someone's mouth. Yes. Gonna have a lot of splash, gonna have a splash factor there. They were also like signing their empties and like throwing them down into people. That's, there was a lot right. going on. So, question. Would you rather drive the Zamboni or pour beer out of a suite into people's mouths? I think the easy answer here is drive the Zamboni. Yeah. Were they course. driving it or did they just get to ride it? They were riding it. Yeah, on it's it. really hard. I, you'd, I drove it once. Really? It was the best. It was in an empty Madison Square Garden. Like, it wasn't during anything. Wow. That's but cool. they let me drive it. That's incredible. It was I would awesome. love to ride it. Was on really really MSG cool. is cool, too. Mm-hmm. I, like, if you're pouring beer, you're, one, you're wasting your beer. It's not your beer. Yeah. Also, the person that you're giving it to isn't really enjoying it. Because, again, splash factor. They could mm-hmm. choke on it. It's like a pretty they deep. Could. Yeah, they could. That's, yeah. that's super weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's cool. I'm trying to think of the positive. If you're like, yeah, this... Athlete, I'm a big fan of poured beer into my mouth from like two stories above me. Uh, I guess. Good job selling it. Uh, I don't. I, yeah. It just does not appeal. <laughs> the to one me. who said that we got to go fast for the second half just spent three minutes going. Uh, well, let me. It was 47 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Um, the Capitals Twitter, Washington Capitals, uh, congratulated the Nats and they tweeted District of Champions 2018 hashtag Stanley Cup 2019 hashtag World Series. Congratulations to the Nationals. Let's party. Um, famously, uh, leaving out the Mystics there. Also, Who just won? Yeah, famously, uh, District of Champions, and then you just named two teams, which immediately would make everybody else think of the ones you didn't name, and one of them was a champion. Like, why wouldn't you want to buff up that tweet, whether or not you respect women's sports, which clearly you don't? Uh, you would want to add it because you want to be like, look how many champions we have. Yeah. And so Natasha Cloud of the Mystics called out the caps and said... uh God damn, even more ignorant is we're under the same damn company. Your social media people are weak as fuck. Uh, valid. Now, the Nats had their vic- uh, victory parade on Saturday, and uh, the Mystics, should be noted, still have not had a parade. They will, quote, celebrate their victory at a later date. So my question, is not having a parade better than having a parade? 
Parades do suck,、mm. but it is nice to be like the center of attention and get like lauded. I、publicly. think I think that the、uh, mystics should change what the celebration is. It should be like if we're not getting a parade. We're gonna have, have a, a, a pizza party, a, a rave. We're gonna have well, that would probably get them in trouble. But like, we're gonna have a, ro- a party at a roller skating rink. Remember those in、That's、childhood?、Fun. How good those、oh, were! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you、sure. would go and you'd be like, "This is my favorite kind of birthday," because some of them had well, the Roller Kingdom. Roller Kingdom, Kingdom had、side. an arcade, but it also had karaoke. What? We had a stage with karaoke and also a dance contest. My brother entered once and just did somersaults in front of the judge. It was very uncomfortable. Did、this、he win? Emba- no, it was、oh, his、wow. most embarrassing moment. <laughs>、wow. um, then there was there? the roller. What was Jim Carrey there? No, but he was there in spirit.、Yeah. Um, and he told my mom as such. He said I was very embarrassed. <laughs> I heard reports. It wasn't great. Um, uh, they had、really、the roller rink. They had everything. Embarrassment. Yeah,、there. Jay. What? They really <laughs> they had everything. So I'm just saying. I think the mystics should find a, a roller rink. Are those still around, or are they like drive-in movie theaters? They're just like dropping. Like, no,、flies. I think they still exist.、Mm. But I think they should just change it. Like we all kind of just went with parade, and nobody ever questioned it again. The mystics are clearly being given a chance to be like, let's re-examine and revolutionize. Yeah. So instead of instead of going down the street and smoking period, Endo, sipping that gin and juice, right? They just get a locked-off area, play music,、yeah. hang out in one spot. Have a beach party. Well, maybe like what's Washington note? Like give it maybe a、um, uh, go to the White House. I don't know. <laughs> go to the White House lawn, and、uh, I don't know. Maybe these are both not things、Bing! we should do. Okay, go to the、um, go to the <laughs> go to the mall. Yeah, that's what I love. No, not the shopping mall. The like mall, the big grassy area. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, yeah. Why would you celebrate your championship? Yeah, go, go to Abercrombie and Fitch. Just like come up with、They're、a different. A I think this is. I know we're making jokes, but I think this is a good idea to like. Hey, we're not going to do a parade. I think you nailed it at roller rink. I think, yeah, I think you. We just got to find one. Let's Google it and make sure there's a roller rink in in Washington.、Okay. Let's see what happens. Not Washington State, Jay. That's important. I, I will make sure to know. Great. The district. Uh, soccer. I guess we're just going to fly through these ones.、Um, Mario Balotelli threatened to leave a game versus Verona on Sunday due to racist chants from fans. I know we've talked about this before on this podcast, and obviously where we stand on it that there's like a real racism issue in international soccer. It's been probably a very long has a long history of being an issue, but lately there's been these heightened incidents that are causing the games being stopped or people leaving games or whatever.、Uh, what stuck out to me about this particular story and why I wanted to bring it up is the tone of the responses from people surrounding the match. The coach of Verona, which again is the team with the fans that are accused of being racist towards Mario Balotelli, said afterwards, "This is Ivan Juric or Juric. Jay, do you know?、Uh, I think it's Juric. That's absolutely correct."、Uh, it, he said, "Quote: Racists make me sick, but today I didn't hear anything."、Um, I heard a lot of whistles, the classic kind, a lot of provocation, but I heard nothing racist. It's a lie. Ooh, yeah, that's stupid. It's a little strong. Yep, and a little." <laughs> A little, and then、uh, the owner of that team, with the fans who are accused of yelling racist things at Mario Balotelli, Maurizio Setti, told Sky Sports Italia, "Quote: We heard nothing at the stadium. Racism among Verona fans does not exist. So my question is: There, genuinely asking, could you think of a worse possible response to this bullshit than quote There's no racism, and quote He's a liar." Because I think it would be really tough. I think other than I agree with the racist fans,、yeah. there isn't anything worse you could say to go so far as to call the person saying it a liar, to literally say it's a lie when you don't know just because you didn't hear it,、mm-hmm. and to say that I mean racism among Verona fans does not exist. The confidence you'd have, like, how would you know? 
How could you live in such a pie in the sky world where you can't even consider that maybe one fan of your team isn't a good person? I think that's insane. And I think it shows that like they don't, um, everything is about PR and semantics and how it looks. No one is thinking through the like, oh God, I couldn't possibly say that there's no racist Verona fans because if one comes out that is a Verona fan and is racist, I look bad. They're just thinking like, why would Verona want racist fans? Of course there's no racism in Verona's fans. Yeah, no, they're probably, you can't say that definitively. You have no, you're basing that off nothing. That's a lie. These quotes should be about each other. Like (laughs) The coach should be telling the owner, like, that's a lie. You can't do that. That that blew me away. That's really, really. Blew me away. You called the guy a fucking liar. You think Mario Balotelli just didn't want to play that day? What? Why would he, why would he stop the match? That blew, that blew me away. I'm blown away by that. Is there another way you could respond to that that's worse? Aside from saying I agree he with should leave, yeah. I hate, I, yeah. Aside from that. I love, aside from I love racism, is there another way you could respond to that that's worse than what they said? I don't think I don't there think, is. I don't think there is. Jay, you want to take a swing? I, I really do not. Okay. To be honest with you. He's a liar. That is a lie. Uh, Deadspin is, uh, is dead because they refuse to stick to sports. This is a story I'm sure you guys have been following, uh, over the last, I mean, it feels like it's been a month, but it's probably been like a week and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Barry, the editor in chief, was fired for refusing to stick to sports, and then a bunch of, most of, all of the staff, all of, uh, resigned. All of except for, there's like one editor left, maybe. Is there even? Yeah, because they're posting, I don't know, Dave was telling me that there's one guy left who's posting articles, because they're still posting so, articles. here's the thing that is where I'm, uh, I'm a little uneducated on it. I, um, I think sometimes as the internet, we tend to, uh, get excited about something without realizing the ramifications. So for me, I felt like if I'm not going to Deadspin every day, and then they fire or their whole staff resigns over this controversy, and then I start checking Deadspin to see what they're doing to subvert the website now, because they were posting a bunch of articles that were like not sports, or they were posting ones that were um that were like parodies of a stick to sports article um, mm-hmm. to kind of just be subversive towards the new ownership. If I start doing that, that means traffic's ticking up. Yeah, And it would not look good for them to have fired their whole staff and traffic to tick up. Right. So I was looking at any time I could see someone like tweet a picture of what was happening on Deadspin. That's where I got my information. But it was just a personal choice. I just didn't want to go to Deadspin.com, give them traffic and make the – because look, all you got to do is give them good numbers and they'll find a way to turn that into saying they made the right decision. Yeah. So that was just my personal – I don't know that it's – I'm not telling anyone else to do that. I'm just saying. In, in you got to figure with them in the news so – prominently right now the traffic's going to go through the roof and, and then i just didn't want to contribute it's going to go yeah down you hope but i think as long as i don't know just my personal philosophy was if people are going to go back and check it all the time it's going to the, the new ownership has proven they're not above like using that to their benefit mm-hmm. so anyway point is they basically uh rage against the machine and like i saw that like this whoever was still running their social was just like tweeting out um, like articles and stuff that were f- non-stick to sportsy. My take on it all is not anything revolutionary. It's that Deadspin was a website that was staffed, um, staffed to write exactly those articles. They were not staffed to write like game review. Like, you know what I mean? They weren't supposed to just be out here being like, here's what happened in the first inning. Here's what happened in the second inning. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a unique brand of a type of writer that could talk about sports in an internet-y context, that's what it was supposed to be. It was like sports news without access or favor, right? Was the, was their tagline? I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, but they didn't have – it was basically started as like a we can't get into the 
press conferences. We we don't have access. We don't get a press pass. We are just writing about sports without any access. And we're not doing anybody any favors. We're going to cover controversies that, like, you could argue mainstream sports media is is has relationships that keep them from covering sports in a certain way. That was Deadspin's whole thing. So to come in there, buy that website, and then be like, we don't want you to do the thing you're equipped to do. We want you to do this other thing that you've never done and is – it just showed a, a lack of understanding of how any of it worked because, like, you can't just take – like, it's like taking me and being like, you're a sideline reporter now. I'm like, well, I don't have that set of skills. I've literally never done that. Mm-hmm. Just because they're both in sports and they're both done by women traditionally does not mean that suddenly I can do that. Um, and so that's my – you seem skeptical of everything I'm saying. No, I – no, I'm not skeptical of what you're saying. I I think it within this conversation and I don't know if it's relative to this conversation but people forget or aren't talking about that like Deadspin has published some pretty like intrusive and like hurtful things about a lot of media and like particularly about ESPN and it's like they they've they were like TMZ Sports, like before TMZ Sports was a thing. Yeah, they have. They are not beyond reproach. They and I, have a negative. They have negative things in their past. I imagine you're talking about the Beatle thing. No, there's just a, a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, and I think uh, I I don't know. And I know we're hearing a lot from like their side of the stick to sports. And I don't know if they're saying like you can only do game analysis, or if they're saying like, hey, you can't publish like the best chili recipe. You have to do something that sports are is at least tangentially related to sports and not like Game of Thrones content. So I don't I don't know what the directive uh, was. That was reported. We have it. Um, Paul Maidman, who is the editorial director of the new uh, ownership, which is G slash O Media, wrote, where such subjects touch on sports, they are fair game for Deadspin. Where they do not, they are not. We have plenty of other sites that write about politics, pop culture, the arts, and the rest, and they are appropriate places for such work. I will go ahead and say... Um, Based on nothing. Wink. Wink. I've heard that before of like only talk yeah. about only talk about these things when they touch sports. Then those things touch sports and you talk about it and they're like, this wasn't one of those times. Don't right, talk about right. it. So like, yeah, that is technically exactly what he says in this quote. I don't think that that's the directive because look. Yeah, they wrote things sometimes about, like, best chili recipe. You could argue that's tangentially related to sports. You eat chili when you tailgate. Like, it is sports content. It's content for sports fans. I don't think, and again, I haven't really gone there in a while since, like, when they originally got bought out earlier this year, I noticed a change in content that I was like, well, that's, like, they kind of had a, an earlier, much lighter version of this already, mm-hmm. where a bunch of people left or were fired or were told to act a certain, just think, the website had changed. Yeah. Um, and... I think most of the stuff that was non at all sports was mostly like Gawker, was it not? Jay, that was a you're, um, you're a blog it's, guy. It's part of the media group. It wasn't necessarily Gawker stuff. I mean, they would cross post things a lot. Yeah, so, like you. Would I just see don't stuff think from... I, you wouldn't go to to Deadspin and see like why you should vote for Bernie Sanders. Like no, it was sure not. It's not. That's not yet. But that's not what we're talking about. No, no. I'm saying. But Ashley said there's like, or when you were saying there's like places they could go. When in this quote, there's mm-hmm. other sites where they can do pop culture, the arts, and the rest. I don't think people were going to Deadspin writers and writing. Um, those kind of like things. Bernie Sanders should yeah. be the next president. Like they, they're just you, that sounds like to me suit speak for don't write about only 
the, the only the political side of sports. Don't write about only the things that touch sports. We need somebody also writing about the sports. Yeah, I think it's a little bit, and I don't know if this is just a suit movement across the country, but it seems like people are putting sports fans into this hole where it's like this is the only thing they're going to consume. But it's like we we like sports and we also like other things. And there we want to be able to like talk about them. Yeah. And There's a I'm, vocal minority of people, though, who reaffirm this for suits, where they're like, I don't want politics with my sports. And it's like, no, you don't like my opinion. You disagree with it, and you'd like to just hear the recap of the sports that day. Mm-hmm. If you're watching Always Late for the recap of the sports, you're watching the wrong show. There right. are plenty of shows out there for you. Not every show gets to be your show. Like, there are people who want sports news that isn't X's and O's because they don't care about X's and O's, and they kind of just want to hear about it from a person who sounds like them. That's my little show is for those people. So like, okay, you don't like it. Fine. But then they go to the bosses and they're like, I want everything to look like this one show. And the bosses are like, I would, that would make my life easier. Yeah. It would, it would, uh, there would be less controversy. I would have less to, I could kind of make everything cookie cutter. Why wouldn't this person's telling me they want their, my life to be easier. I'm going to make my life easier. That's what it feels like to me. A lot of people yell that I want politics out of sports. What they mean is they don't like the political opinion of whoever's sharing it. Then there are other people in the quote-unquote media who uh, amplify that message in a way to try to kill the the political opinion that is not their political opinion right. by saying everybody in sports has the same political opinion. Not like maybe all those people arrived at it because they all work in an industry that has a very diverse uh, group of you deal with different types of people from different walks of life every day and it led everybody to sort of believe that I don't know people that come from different walks of life all deserve to be heard if that's the opinion we all share maybe that's not because we were told to share that or because we're part of some deep cabal maybe it's because uh, we listen to the people that we work with and we hear their opinions and we value them crazy anyway uh, my question was originally are we all fucked <laughs> in the interest of, uh, of what <laughs> sorry yep but in the interest of making things a little happier have you ever subversively retaliated against someone who wronged you either personally or professionally on your way out? Yes, but I can't think of something off the top of my head. I have I it was done to me that oh, I can I can too. I can share. Um I probably have one too. I can't think of it, but this one I thought of immediately. Uh, I had a, a bad breakup and my uh now ex-boyfriend moved out and um when I got back to the apartment it was one of the few moments of like, <laughs> seriously? Like I genuinely laughed. I went to use the kitchen sink and, uh, you know what, how you have those, um, you pull out the things that you can use to spray the sink. Yeah. He had tied a rubber band around it so that when I turned the sink on, it would spray. Because you Are know you when you hit me? the, when you hit the little spray thing is when it like stops coming out of the sink and starts coming out of the shower head looking thing. Yeah. So he had rubber banded it. And I was like, that feels like a silly prank. That and so you it sprayed did. you? Yeah. You did it to try to like <laughs> fuck up my day. And it was like, it just made me laugh and then be like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so glad he's gone. That's <laughs> such a, that's such like, a win for you. Well, because it was such a silly, like it's it would have so been funny stupid. if he had done it and we were still together. Like it would have been a funny prank if he was still my boyfriend. But right. it was this guy who had like smashed a mirror on his way out. Like he had done all this other stuff to make it like you clean up that mess. Like screw you. I hate you. And then I, I turned on the sink and it sprayed me and I was like, <laughs> it was such a lovely moment for me. Uh, Jay, what do you got? Oh, I was um, leaving a job, um, but I had one last shoot and it was in South Africa. And so I was going to fly and the creative director uh, 
was like pissed at me for leaving and so he like it was the day i was leaving and he was like hey have fun in south africa you know there's no air traffic control over the entire continent so uh, planes look out for each other see ya and i was just like what huh which i don't think is true it can't possibly be true when you're i don't know i like why didn't did he really, do that because he wanted me to be f- terrified to fly to south africa for 17 hours which i was uh, yeah, because you famously weren't already because uh, the DVT you could have yo, caught. Oh, right. so real. Yeah, it's so DV, real. The threat of DVT. I'm is also just not working. like a super great flyer in general. No. So like all of those things together. You mean in a high anxiety situation, you have the highest? Yeah, I know it's surprising. I know yeah, I'm, such a, I'm usually such a calm, collected right. uh, individual. Yeah. Thank you for noticing that. The unmitigated gall Sorry, of that boss that. of yours. No, it was just rude. I was just super rude. Yeah, agree. So is tying a rubber band around the little shower head in your kitchen sink. That's very rude as well. It was just like, are you? I, okay. All right. Good riddance. Wow. Good. Yeah, goodbye to you. Goodbye to you. Put it on your cup. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, we could talk about UFC 244. Uh, we can just skip to the question. Obviously, it was Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal, isn't it? Yeah, it's Masvidal. Uh, this was, for those who aren't really in the know, this was not for a title. It was a new belt called the, um, the baddest mother f- belt, mm-hmm. which I, as you know, not a, I'm not like a big UFC fan. I thought like, whoa, if it's not for a title, then I bet fans see right through it and aren't interested in it. I was wrong. UFC fans kind of loved it. They, a lot of them compared it to like WWE energy of like, oh yeah, this is for like the badasses. This is for, and like the rock got involved. He was mm-hmm. like talking trash on Twitter. He handed the belt to the winner. Where I think it may have backfired, the fight was ended because a doctor stepped in and stopped it and determined that uh, Nate Diaz could not keep going, even though he wanted to because his face was all messed up. It was real messed up. So my question is, considering that is not something a badass motherfucker would do, <laughs> is this belt stupid now? Mm. We give out the baddest motherfucker belt to the guy who can't, whose doctor says he can't go on. But did he win the belt? No, no, he lost it. Sorry. But no. like the other guy only won it because... Yeah, I feel like it can't be... It, it can't be given out in that situation. I think Nate Diaz is the baddest mother because he wanted to keep going and his yes. eyebrow was falling off. And just because he's just like listening to his press conferences, he's so funny. So I think uh, he is really funny. I yeah. think what they should have done. But I don't has know been if it's like, on purpose. That's why I love it. It's like almost consider it like a DQ, yeah. even though he was getting beat. What, you shouldn't I, be allowed to DQ. Like this is where the problem is naming stuff like that. Like you, you couldn't name it the fight to the death belt because no, then you'd be like, yeah. they must fight now to the death. Yeah. But they're going to have a rematch, and I feel like I feel like it should have just been put on hold until the rematch. I guess Although so. Nate Diaz was like, I was just about to get ready to start getting going. Yeah, you're right, like, dude. Like, sure, sure. Come on, oh, man. I was just about to prepare to start uh, going. <laughs> His eyebrow was falling. Uh, this is a really important. We have two important stories, and then we got to get to the erotic news of the week. Uh, a men's softball team dressed up entirely like WWE wrestlers for a game. You should go look it up. The tweet is from, it's a thread of tweets from Jake Ryan, who is at the Jake Mon, J-A-K-E-M-O-N. Uh, we had Kane playing second base. <laughs> uh, Mankind playing third. <laughs> Bret Hart was at shortstop. Roddy Piper pitching. Wow. wow. Yeah. Getting rowdy uh, Stone Cold was in right field. Macho Man later took over. And then uh, Hollywood Hogan was, I believe, the catcher. Uh, <laughs> two questions. Number one. Did they get the positions right, Ashley? Oh, gosh. I, sh- <sighs> Bret Hart absolutely is a shortstop. For sure. Maybe a third base. I, I probably would have had Stone Cold pitching, personally. I would have missed Catcher. Catcher, yeah, because he catches. Yeah. yeah well, and just also, sense. he's just like a big dude, block the plate. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't really know enough about everybody else. Kane feels like a first baseman, very tall. He is super tall, but yeah. he's got that yeah. mask, which kind of like inhibits. But his, although you, know, you guys are, you're, you're thinking, I feel like you're thinking that it would be the actual guy. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. You're good. I'm just thinking too much about it. I thought <laughs> a lot about this. Second question. Are we doing uniforms wrong? Is this just what uniforms should be? Yes. We have the ability to make everybody wear the same thing every week, and we're getting bogged down on what color someone's cleats are. We should be like, all right, everyone, never mind color rush this week. It's WWE football. hundred <laughs> like, percent. Uh, uh, the Chargers, you've got a pick. And they're like, we're going to be Roddy Piper. And so all of them dress up as Roddy Piper. <laughs> and then, like, it's the Roddy Piper Chargers. Oh, my God. Versus the this Brett is... the Hitman Hart. Oh, my God. Uh, Actually, the XFL. XFL should yeah. Do. Should, like, that, that is what they should do. Like, That's, we can do. Watch it. And uh, uh, I just thought of this now. Baseball, they're making their coaches, their, their managers wear the uniform, mm-hmm. you're going to get to see a, a guy get kicked out of a game as, as Hollywood Hogan. Like what you could, <laughs> or you could just be like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to do, uh, animals this week, furry animals. So come dressed as a squirrel. And then you got to have a coach <laughs> who's got like, are we going sexy squirrel? We're going regular squirrel. Like yeah, this is a, this is, Tough we call. are doing the wrong thing with uniforms. And I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> yes. Best take you've ever had. I know. And I know it too. And that's, yeah. it you makes, know it, you can feel it. I'm sad. I'm sad, but I'm happy. It's bittersweet for me. <laughs> Last story before the erotic news of the week, a college football. Okay. So, uh, Dan Mullen, the coach of the Gators, his wife, Megan, there was a tweet this week. Um, who'd they play? They played Georgia, right? So the tweet was from a Georgia fan. So like it, it led to people not looking it up, but I looked it up because I'm like, if this is from a Georgia fan, this might not be real. But basically the tweet was like, uh, Dan Mullen's wife, Megan, continues her tradition of kissing each Gators player on the lips as they get off the bus. People were like, what the hell? What's going on? I Googled it. She does kiss them. Uh, the video I saw, I saw a rival's video that was made as like a uh, like a package about like how great she is and how good she is for she's changed the team's energy uh mostly she uh, hugging and kissing on the cheek yeah um she's changing the culture making the young men feel cared for and part of the family i get that um i still think not great because it's like force there are different ways you can make people feel loved and supported if the gators decided that there was something wrong with their team culture and that they needed to be more of a family first of all i would like to say that's the coach's job Mm. and a lot of times i see us letting coaches get away with not fulfilling that part of their job urban meyer and i think that um a lot of times coaches just use that cop out of like oh i'm the coach i'm here for the on the field stuff Mm -hmm. like you got myriad coaches beneath you to help you with the on the field stuff Okay. Your job is to is to be the the like ethos of the team, to create the environment that you want to create, to whatever. And he's outsourcing that to his wife. He and he calls her a coach. Mm. Is she on payroll? Great question. And I bet the answer is no. Yeah. Ding. Um So first of all, that's the coach's job. So I think it's a cop out that he makes his wife do it. Second of all, you've gotta examine it's uncomfortable. That is an uncomfortable kissing, hugging. There are going to be people who don't like that. That's not how they express love. There yeah. are going to be people who have, you know, family issues or just don't want don't want that type of affection. Um, it made me uncomfortable to watch. Uh, in an, an uh, age situation, in a racial situation, it just felt like a weird woman feeling entitled to act. And I know, I know she's coming from a good place. I know it's like I'm like a mom to these kids. And I know a lot of them were on the video saying like, I love it. I think it's great. 
But I'm just like, I think that uh, there you could do that in a different way. Uh, I don't think you have to kiss every player as they come off the bus. That's my two cents. <laughs> They're just the two cents that belong to me. They're right in my pocket. Okay. My question is. Yeah. It's actually not even worth answering. We can move on. Uh, first one was just, is this weird? That's a funny one. Is it weird? Uh, I, I agree. I know. Yes, it is weird. But is it weird was the first question. Uh, Yeah, I think it's weird. Second question. What's the weirdest thing a boss or company has ever done to you to improve corporate culture that makes you uncomfortable? Uh, shout out to Glenn Jacobs, my former boss. Oh, God. Oh, no. Who went... Not the wrestler. Not the wrestler. <laughs> not the wrestler <laughs> slash mayor. Shout out to Roddy, 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 Roddy yeah. Piper, yeah, yeah. my uh, former boss. Who is, who's Kane, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, it's, I think is, is Glenn, it Kane's Glenn Jacobs name is Glenn is, Jacobs? Yeah. Okay. Not Kane. Uh, Second baseman. <laughs> he went through a phase, and I don't know if he's still doing it, where... Every, boils chicken? Every time we started a meeting, we would have to do like a mindful minute. And so everyone would have to put down their phones or computers, whatever, and sit in silence for a full 60 seconds before we started the meeting. No. Which is a very long time mm. to sit in silence without laughing. Mm. So like some people would put their heads down. Some people would close their eyes. Other people would just like sneak peeks at each other and try really hard not to laugh. But it was very like the goal was to like get you centered and focus on like what you wanted to accomplish. And he gave the directive to me when he was my boss that I should also start my meetings that way. And it was just Thank very, you for not. <laughs> I, tried, I tried it like twice. It no. was uh, – have it that minute before you were wasting time. Meetings are already – like I always say meetings are a waste of time and that just proves it. If I walked by a meeting in the conference room, which is all glass, and just saw a bunch of people sitting absolutely silent, I'd be like, <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> I need this conference room. Oh, my God. Uh, when I worked at Equinox, they used to do um, like a group uh, – what's that called? Bonding group, um, you know, when you like go on retreats and stuff, but we would do like morning team building, team building. Thank you. Uh, team building exercises of literally. So it would be like, let's meet up at 7 a.m. before we open or whatever time at 6 a.m. Who knows? Time flat circle. And, uh, we'll go for like a, a jog, all of the team that works at the 54th Street Equinox. And I was like, cool. That works for people who are, who exercise and wake up early. Like I get that we work at a gym. I don't want to work at it. This wasn't my career goal. Uh, I know someone who works here and they got me this job. Uh, and I work here because I need to pay my rent. Uh, not because I'm a fitness fanatic at all. Um, and so then there were these team building exercises that absolutely alienated people from the team. Because then you would be jogging and be like the people in the front. And then you'd be like, hello, it's me, the fat one in the back. Uh, well, you still had to do it? Yeah. It was team building. It was like a, a, it was like we had to do it. Oh boy. It was bad. Um, and it was just like, no, no one thought, no one took a step back and was like, is this only for the people that are exactly like me? <laughs> uh, which I think is always smart, especially if you're a boss or a position of power, take a step back and be like, does this seem like a great solution because it plays into what I like? Or is this a universal like? I think being hugged and kissed by a strange woman, stranger, the wife of a coach, isn't uh, for everyone. I think that's fair. It's my personal take. And, you know, white ladies, just, like, think about somebody other than yourself for, like, two seconds. <laughs> and other than your husband. Um, Jay, erotic news of the week. Hit me with it. Oh, my God. He, was, he couldn't wait to get to it. This His is, coach's wife kisses yeah. all over the place. <laughs> this is the erotic news of the week. You know. Facebook and Instagram are cracking down on sexual emojis. In September, Facebook began enacting their new community standards. Uh, I can't even hear on, you over the music, Jay. On one specific update. <laughs> And that is that now when a user uses certain 
emojis in a sexual manner, they may be seeking sexual solicitation and will be removed from the platform. So what that means is you you want to use an eggplant or a peach to send out to your followers something that's like, hey, hit me up in the DMs in a sexual way. Now you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, so uh, their, their standards say content will only be removed from Facebook or Instagram if it contains a sexual emoji alongside an implicit or indirect ask for nude imagery, sex or sexual partners or sex chat conversations. Uh, and this is really affecting a, a lot of people in the adult entertainment industry specifically. Uh, one adult actor uh, was told told uh, XBiz, which I assume is a yep, we got it. He uh, assumes a website. <laughs> uh, after I told a man who DM me uh, demanding free nude pics that this was my job he, and he could join my site, she was banned from Instagram. So uh, there will be no more eggplants and peaches. I'm going to tell you right now. How how do they know? In my I, DMs. I guess they they know because they have the server. Really? Because uh, I guess maybe they just haven't gotten to me yet. I think if you respond is when they... Why? If you are if you were like pushing them towards a website where there was... Can we kill them? Yeah, it would be fine by me. Uh, that would... That, this is... So the receiver of the, <laughs> of the eggplant gets in trouble? Uh, no, it's, so like, let's say you sent a, de- a you got a DM that was like, hey, eggplant, send me this. eggplant, eggplant. Oh, this eggplant, is not eggplant. a hypothetical. This and is then a you very respond, real thing. you respond, hey, yes, Here's go to this to website, website where you can purchase that or what have mm-hmm. you. Then they would seek you out and suspend your account and or ban you. Yeah, you can't be directing anybody towards adult material. Okay, but if they are sending to me like, hey, baby, you want some eggplant, 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 why don't they get in trouble? Because they're not, uh, I think they actually also are like can be. Or hey, in baby, let me see that peach, peach, peach. I think if you report them, I wonder what would happen. I wonder they might they might get a message because I I, why do why is the snitching on me? Why is the burden of snitchery on me? Don't send me eggplants. Get the shit out of my mentions. Yeah, just trying to talk to people about their dogs. That's it. That's what I use my DMs for. Just talking about their dogs. And then I got to look at your eggplant. Well, now that they can't use an eggplant, maybe they're going to send. I'm telling you, you, they still can. This sounds like one of those emoji. things they just say they're going to do. So that they can use it against sex workers who are trying to make a living. They're not going to use it against creeps who are trying to get pictures of my feet. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to have your wiki feet page up on my phone. Can we have a question on this one or should we just skip it? So I have a question. All right. What are some new emojis that we can use that Facebook or Instagram won't think to ban? In place of the eggplant and peach. Which is funny because using the eggplant and the peach was in place of using the word dick and (laughs) and booty. Like, no matter what we do, they're going to be like, "Mm, is that what that means? we got to get rid of that. Mm. You could use the peace sign. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You could use the lipstick. Yep. Oh, the lipstick. That's That feels like uh, bestiality. Because isn't that what you a dog. Oh. They call it. Oh, gross. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. What did you mean? I just thought that was in... I didn't realize that was only a dog thing. You think we can unpack that on the <laughs> off the pod? Yeah. There's the uh, the one of the hand holding the pen. It would be a like peen. A... <laughs> okay, just stop, Ash, 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 Ash. What you're doing? I need you to stop. You get it. Oh, I wish I didn't. Um, you could use. Uh, is there an outlet or a plug? Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A donut, but there's no Munchkin to go in the hole. I think, we're filming yeah, old. you're inviting. Got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. I think that's a lot of great options for people. Jay, you got, you didn't, didn't offer say any. Uh, 
I mean, oh, Ashley's opened up her phone. We're screwed. I know. I no. want to see if there's an outlet. I mean, obviously, there's a taco. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, naturally. It's new, too. That's like a newer... Yeah, tacos are new. Yeah. No, not... The, the emoji is new. Plug, yeah. There's a no, plug. I know that's... Uh-huh. I know that's is there a... There's an... Um, oh, here's a... This is what we're going to do. There's a, a mailbox. I think there's an open one. I imagine there's one with the flag up, which means you've got mail. I think there's one that's closed. <laughs> and these can all mean, like, if your mailbox is open, you're inviting it. If it's closed... You're uh you're not interested right now. If it's closed and the flag is up, then you've already got mail. You don't need any more. Hmm. Mm. That's good. Or female. <laughs> or non-binary. <laughs> like you're just take it's all you're full, you're all set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um There's a banana here that's almost the exact same shape as the eggplant. That right. seems like I think a very they'll easy. I think they'll this get that. Well, they'll know that right away. What if we use those random ones towards the back that are like on? Yeah. Off. <laughs> There's one that says Cool. Yeah, I love. I lo- okay. Cool. It's my favorite response when someone says something I don't like, and I just send them the okay and Shoot the cool. Them the cool emoji. Yeah. Okay. I've cool. never ventured this far back. In oh, the I go all the way in there. Wow. Yeah. Well, I use the TM and the copyright a lot because I think it's funny. I'm a very simple human. Yeah. Well, uh, this is great. And so I'm back there a bunch, and then while I'm there, I look around. Yeah, Ooh, there's like around. a gas station. With the- Perfect. There's a gas pump. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, a gas station with There's the pump. two paper clips that are clipped together. That feels like a good one. Well, that's like otters when they go to sleep. Yeah. They hold hands. That's adorable. It is. Wow. Uh, this is this All is right. Just- so I think we should uh, just start using different emojis. And you know what? If the Here's the beauty of the internet. You can just start using it. If that person doesn't understand what you're trying to say, <laughs> that's on them. You know? I didn't know what an eggplant meant at first. I found out the hard way. All right. I think that's enough. Let's go to the voicemail. Jay, do we have time? Yeah, let's do it. Great. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. Uh, this is Michael from Pittsburgh. Uh, it's uh, November 1st. <laughs> what do you think is the perfect time to start playing Christmas music? My coworker thinks November 1st is the perfect time. I think it's a little longer. But anyway, <laughs> uh, love you. Mean it. Thanks for the input. Bye. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. What I want for Christmas is the weed you smoke. <laughs> Everybody that calls in that we always allegedly, use for our second voicemail is like, hello, it's uh, it's Michael. <laughs> it's, he just went to the gym, Katie. Leave he him alone. said, it's uh, <laughs> November 1st. I'm like, oh boy, this is going to take a while. Uh, no, Michael, it was good. Um, you don't say the word um, and I say that a lot. My mouth goes too fast. Mm. It's You think before you speak, and I appreciate that. Uh also, just send me your weed guy's number, allegedly. Uh, where you go to the gym, what your membership is. Is it yeah. month to month? Is it a, you have the all access? Okay. Um, when is the perfect time to start playing Christmas music? When I was little, I would have said November 1st. Or day after Thanksgiving, I think was when it used to be normal. Yeah, day after Thanksgiving. Now we're doing day after Halloween. But even day after Thanksgiving, I think we all want Christmas to last forever. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I've always said famously, it's a quote from me. Um, but I think that as I get older, I listen to less Christmas music now than ever before because new Christmas music being good is very rare. Yeah. Every year I'd say we add 0.25 Christmas songs to our Christmas song repertoire. Maybe even less. So there's one good song every four years. Pretty much. We're going up one song of like, okay, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. You're a classic. Do you know how old that is? 96. I can't do the math that quickly. It's twenty. It's its twenty fifth anniversary this year. You got an, a perfect score in your math SAT. Yeah, I had to. What was twenty five years ago? Uh, so that's only twenty three. So ninety four. 
Okay, I was close, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was close, but it, we don't add a new one. Like, I think Sync had one that we added that we didn't hate. It's still not a classic, but if you hear it, mm-hmm. it just gets added. Otherwise, you're playing the same ones, and you're playing new covers that aren't as good as the good ones, and it's just like... We're trying too much. Everyone's coming out with a Christmas album. There are versions of the song I don't want to hear. You can't listen to the same. There's probably, I don't want to say this without putting a lot of thought into it, but I would say there's probably like below 70, maybe even below 50 really good Christmas songs. And that would include like maybe two different versions of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree or like what, you know what I mean? So you can't listen to that many songs on repeat for too long. I think a month. I think December 1st. A humbug. No, not really. I just, I think it depends on how often you're listening to it. Before, when I lived in a place where I drove, I would have the Christmas music channel Mm. on on my radio. Mm. And I would only get it while I was driving in my car, which was like to work and back or to errands and back. Mm. And it was like nice to see what would come on. I'd get surprised every time it was like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I got mm. so excited. Or like, oh, I love this one. Oh, I love this one. Who's the, who's the Italian Christmas donkey? That song really uh, grew on me. Jingity jing. Is Dominic the donkey. I think it's problematic. So is Baby It's Cold Outside. But I still love that song. Oh my God, Baby It's Cold Outside is rapey. I know, but I still love it so much. So it was always like a treat because it was the radio. what's in this drink? If I could. It's a roofie outside. If I was pro Programming it all myself, it wouldn't be as exciting. Mm. Like I'm not going to keep it in my headphones and just listen to it constantly. Yeah, if I'm picking the songs. I know? would like us all to decide these songs are good, these ones aren't good, they're not worth playing, and then to like. You, it used to be that, um, God, back in my day, there would be like every station would go all Christmas for like the week of Christmas, mm-hmm. mostly every station. Um, and I'm saying Christmas, I know, uh, I'm coming from a Catholic background, but I do think that, like, just this time of year, it was never like, obviously the holiday is religious, but it was never about like, this is just for the Christians. It was like a, it was like a, a it was just holiday music, I think. But again, I know I'm coming from the place where I was included. So I apologize for making anybody feel excluded. Um, but I think that we could decide that these were, that's how it used to be, right? They would all switch to Christmas music. Now you have one station or two stations that say, like, we're doing all Christmas music from Halloween through Christmas. And you're like, oh, my God. You, so you can go get it when you need it. Right. Um, the other stations will, like, every now and then switch in a Mariah Carey or, like, one of the Adam other Christmas Sandler. songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, and then there's, like, Sirius XM probably has, like, a bunch of Christmas radio stations. It's just the way we consume music is different now. Yeah, I think for me, I would start listening to Christmas music. I would like kind of listen to a little bit of it, maybe starting in December, just to get me in the mood. And then, um, just uh, I don't know. I, I get sad. I used to love Christmas. Now, as an adult, I'm just like, oh god, I gotta, I have so much to do. <laughs> I guess maybe when you have a kid, it gets cool again. Yeah, it totally changes it. It's I well, can't. Wait. There it is. It's decided. I'm Time so for me excited. to have a kid. Yeah, <laughs> by next, I gotta like make three some three Christmas. I gotta make now, a couple phone you'll calls. You'll be fine. Mm. Mm, it might be too late. I'm going to get on this. Actually, let's wrap this up. i got to make some phone calls. <laughs> uh, all right. Jay, do you have any thoughts on Christmas music? Do you like Christmas music? I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Um, I Does didn't it, really grow up with it. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I dated a girl once who Congratulations. listened to it nonstop. And then I was like, this got to go. Yeah. Uh, the girl have, or the if, music? Both. If you so, had to pick uh, one up. song that you like the most. um, One that's... 
someday. I, I think like Christmas. a like a the original Jingle Bell Rock I could get down with. Yeah, they know what to do. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Oh wait, Thank that's yeah, that's you're it. right. Yeah, yeah, you guys are great. Uh, what about uh, the waitress's song grew on me? That's who sings that, right? The the I hate don't like that one. Is that where she forgets the cranberry sauce? Yeah. I don't know that one very much. I don't know that much holiday stuff. I can't really speak to it. You don't like it? They do play it too much. It's Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Carol Bells. Yeah, I definitely like that Trans-Siberian Orchestra one. And like, you know... You get it. I'm, na- I'm never going to complain about a little Michael Bublé, you know. So, is that it for this week's edition of sports, or what's going on, Katie? Special. <laughs> Sorry, Jay, were you saying something? That's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to Simply Safe and Casper. Shout out to Stupidity. Wow, I'm lightheaded. Hold on. <laughs> From the breathiness. So breathy. I didn't do any breathing in. It was all out. Uh, shout out to Stupati, the podcast starring the incomparable Stugatz, the unmitigated gall of Stugatz. <laughs> it's a big bag of wonderful insanity, so go listen to that wherever you get your podcasts. And a big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you got home. It's a long one today. Yeah. Man, it's a hot one. Uh, maybe three times, to- thrice. Like thrice a day for seven days in a row. Sun. Yeah. Have we ever done that one? Write that down. No. Jeez Louise. Uh, you're, you know, you can always just push play and leave it going. I've seen a couple of you do that by accident. What if you started doing that on purpose, huh? What if you did that? Uh, or you could just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we're reading. We love them like this one from Tina Kaka, 8720. <laughs> okay, that says, I recently adopted a super anxious dog that has severe separation anxiety, and Aww. this podcast is the only thing that calms her when I'm gone. I'm going to cry. Shout out to the cage. Please make Always Late with Katie Nolan Dog Attire, Jay. Can you yeah. keep- yeah, I actually already looked into it. We're calming down dogs. We're also shout out to that dog. You know what? That's hey a dog. We love you. Absolutely love you so much. Let me also say that is written by a person who skips the ad reads. I was going to say, There's no way the dog is this like my I'm chemical not romance. Okay, <laughs> this week might be a little rough on your dog, but next week will be better. It was rough uh, on all of us. I got to stop doing those. With Jay in the other room, I can't hear the music, and they're only getting worse. We'll fix it. <laughs> we'll fix it. And We're lastly, don't make the pod less long. <laughs> Who's in charge of the dock? Um, Bing. I think it's wait, Jay. I have a sound effect. Imagine. This. Oh, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail at eight six zero five zero six. Eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. That is Christmas music, and we are finally done. Hey, say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Sorry. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. 
outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.